You're listening to DraftKings Network. Hey, what's going on, everybody? What's up, y'all? A little bit of a different intro because uh, this is actually the episode that we recorded live in Atlanta. In uh, Atlanta for the Red Lake Comedy Festival. This episode was recorded uh, at Argosy. At Argosy, right there in East Atlanta Village. Um, and it's not just us. It's not just myself and Christian. You know who else is there? Julian Gressel's there. Julian Gressel is there. So is Bobby Boswell. And Brittany Arnold. That's right. So uh, three uh, Atlanta United, three of the Atlanta United family. Exactly. Family. Uh, and they're, you know, one of the things that I think I took away from this is just how entertaining each of the three of them are. So can you imagine all of them all in one what, like in a sandwich? No, in, 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 on this podcast. <laughs> oh, on this podcast, on one <laughs> sandwich. Uh, it's absolutely awesome. But one of the one of the things that uh, we make sure that we want to tell you guys is that th- none of this could have been possible without. Obviously, the Clay Comedy Festival was absolutely awesome for for giving us an opportunity to be there. Um, the fans are absolutely great. But obviously, uh, we wouldn't have been able to do it without Mac Weldon. Yeah. Uh, Mac Weldon, not a commercial for Mac Weldon. We just want to say thank you to them. Not only are they big fans of uh, the Cooligans, but they're also big fans of soccer. So when we let them know what we were doing in Atlanta, they said they wanted to be a part of it. Yeah, there uh, are there Arsenal fans as well, right? Uh, uh, well, one of the guys is an Arsenal fan, but they got fans of they're just yeah, fans of soccer, and they get the culture, which is important to us. Exactly. And we're not just out here, you know, trying to tell you to use Blue Apron. Look, we might be in a few months, but <laughs> right now we're not doing that, right? We're not just selling you, you know, garbage product to get you to make us money. We're giving you. Uh, at least we're working with companies that get the culture that understand exactly what we're trying to do. And no one gets that as far as we know. And anyone we've met more than Macworld, and they've been absolutely amazing to us in the past. And as soon as we let them know what we were doing, they said they wanted to be a part of it. And they absolutely were. So their help was really essential in getting us to um, Atlanta and making this all possible. Um, there was a lot of people in Atlanta that also helped us out, but we wouldn't have been able to get there if it wasn't for Mac Weldon. Exactly. So uh, Mac Weldon did offer us a, a promo code. So if you guys want to get some underwear for yourselves, uh, go to MacWeldon.com and use the promo code Cooligans and you get 20% off. What's better than that? There's nothing better than that. You get a discount on some amazing underwear and it directly helps the Cooligans. Uh, they they find out that you know us saying their name and giving out the promo code turns into sales means that it helps us out. So thank you so much for helping us get there. Thank you to so much to everyone who was there. And lo and behold, uh, we had a wonderful time. Of course we would. Atlanta's a great place. And why don't you listen to that now? But without further ado, are you guys ready to kick off this first show of the Red Clay Comedy Festival? Please keep your applause going as I bring up this unbelievable show. You know him as Christian Polanco and Alexis Guerreros, but you know him better as and put your hands together for the cooling You guys, you guys are saying our name wrong. <laughs> is That's, this on? Yeah, that it, yeah, it is, is on. on. You guys can hear me, right? We can raise it. No, this one's not on. All right. We can raise the levels a little bit. Was it because it was off? How about this one? Yeah, that one's good too. Hold this on. Hey, there it is. Hey. All right, we are very professional. Uh, thank you so much for calling, coming hey. over here, right, guys. Cool. Put yourself. Come on, round of applause. Put your hands, hands together. Hands together. Oh my God! Thank you for being here. Oh boy! This uh, is special. We wanted to we wanted to do something uh, special for 
what I believe is probably right now the best market in all of MLS. That's right. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We. But uh, but we, wait. Uh, but uh, we couldn't do it in New York, so we came here. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You guys have uh, blown the doors out of all the expectations that yeah. uh, we had. You, yeah, if we you listen even... to the podcast, you know. Uh, <laughs> I was not very uh, nice about Atlanta uh, before. You guys, yeah. I don't know what sold. 700,000 tickets for one game? What was it again? That's a pretty um, good number. Uh, very impressive. Uh, I'm, I'm curious. How many people here have heard the podcast before? Okay, cool. All right. We got a healthy number of people who actually care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, the, what are the rest of you doing here? Uh, <laughs> do you know who we are? Also, my favorite part about our introduction is the gentleman who brought us up, is Mike, his name is Mike Albanese. He uh, runs the festival, and he said that there's some comics who are rumored to be here. Well, if he doesn't know about it, all right, we're going to play a little skee ball while we're up here? <laughs> all right. Are, we, are you bored already? That fast? <laughs> All right, uh, no cool. Worries, no worries. All right, no, this is all going to be on the show. So this <laughs> is perfect. <laughs> perfect timing. Uh, but this is uh, pretty exciting. This is a, a, pod a live podcast about soccer at a comedy festival. So this is normal, everyday stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, how many, obviously, uh, a lot of people here are fans of soccer in Atlanta United, uh, but how many people are fans of comedy as well? All right, cool. These, right. I mean, this is... This is our wheelhouse. These are the people who we're trying to talk to. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's very difficult to find those people. Because a lot of times when it comes to soccer and comedy, it's usually comedians making fun of soccer. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's always like, oh, soccer. Oh, maybe if LeBron played it, I'd watch it. <laughs> Could you think of a worse game than LeBron <laughs> learning how to play soccer for 90 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's such a stupid... So everyone says that in comedy. But people are starting to like soccer, which is amazing, uh, including, you know, uh, brand-new markets like you guys, which is absolutely insane. We were at the game yesterday, and we walked away going, has this team been here for 30 years? I mean, <laughs> how is the whole stadium doing the Viking clap? <laughs> how? We well, can't get 10 people to do it in New York. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm actually very curious. How many people... What, what were you guys doing before Atlanta United? When it, to, to feed your... your you know, your soccer addiction. Well, clap your hands if Atlanta United is the first soccer team you've ever supported. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah, somebody raised their hand. I said, clap your hands. And she's like, right here. <laughs> right here. <laughs> I heard you loud and clear. I'm curious. Right here. Why, why did you start uh, supporting the team and, and supporting a soccer team in the first place? Okay. Oh, yeah. that's great. It's a hockey. Oh, Atlanta Thrashers is a hockey it's team. hockey team. I was like, what a weird name for a soccer <laughs> team. <laughs> yeah, you guys had the Silverbacks. Clap your hands if you did support the Silverbacks before. Yeah. All right, nobody, nobody got upset. No one's like, ah, promotion relegation. We don't have any, we don't have any pro-rel truthers <laughs> in the room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Solidarity payments, Tower 7. Uh, <laughs> building 7. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, this is exciting for us. Yeah, and it is like uh, uh, just finding... Finding you people, and you, you know what I mean by you people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one's ever gotten in trouble no. for saying that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We mean Southerners. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfectly fine context. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is exciting. And obviously, uh, we have uh, a couple special guests. Uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty that cool. Here. And we're going to bring them down in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But nice. uh, are, you, uh, are you excited to see Brittany Arnold, everybody? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we have... <laughs> Some folks just walking around with a large 
version of her head, which is always <laughs> nice. Uh, and then we also have uh, Julian Gressel is also going to be here. Are you guys excited about that? Yeah, yeah. How many people would have come to this show if neither, neither of those people were here? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> One guy raised his hand. I believe you, bro. Everyone else, hesitation. They were like, oh, they want us to clap. <laughs> and also there was that hesitation of the fear of what, are they, what if they're not here? <laughs> Why am I here? Uh, yeah, so this is uh, pretty wild. And, and uh, yeah, we were at the game yesterday. Did you enjoy yourself, Alexis? At the I game? had a great time. I did not know that if you get uh, media credentials, you're only allowed to film anywhere in that stadium <laughs> for the first 15 minutes of each half. So uh, when you get media passes, they feed you. So we went for food right away. <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah. He's that like, oh, let's go see the game. I'm like, play it. They got TVs out there. Let's go. <laughs> let's go see how they fucked up chicken, okay? <laughs> uh, they don't care about us in the media department. So we went upstairs and we ate. We came downstairs like the 22nd minute, and as soon as we put the camera up, they were like, no, and I'm like, okay, right back down. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we did. weren't allowed to, not even in the stands. It's, it doesn't does it make any sense. I'm yeah, like, it's like a Fox they're Sports. They're filming, yeah. yeah. It's like a Fox Sports, yeah. We, we're, yeah. <laughs> sorry, we're not Fox Sports. Uh, yeah, you need to be a rights holder, whatever, okay? <laughs> I got a couple dollars in my pocket. What, I, what I did love, uh, especially on, on the sidelines, the a lot of times, uh, the photographers and videographers uh, are just like professional photographers or videographers, so they don't really care about soccer specifically. They, they don't just, know anything about the game. They don't know like, anything about the game, so they just uh, they just film it or, or take photos. Like we were at the All Star game, and they're like, "Who is that guy?" I'm like, uh, "I'm pretty sure that's Zinedine Zidane." <laughs> I'm like, you know, <laughs> one of the most amazing <laughs> men ever, one of the greatest soccer players of all time. He's like, "Dog, did he ever? Did he ever play for the Bears?" <laughs> no. No, he didn't play for the Bears, dude. But I, I did love the That's why he knows his own name at this age. <laughs> the, the videographers uh, were... Concussion joke. <laughs> <laughs> when they were, while they were watching the, the game and taking photos, they were actually experiencing the game as well. So there was one yeah. guy. There, there was the, the Tito Vijaba goal that was, uh, that was offside that nobody thought was offside. Am I right, folks? Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Am I, yeah. is this pandering? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Although I will say the beers are too cheap at Mercedes-Benz because I happened to be in the stands when that happened and I got a lot of beers thrown on me. <laughs> Stop throwing your beers up, okay? But the, 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 the photographer, after that goal went in, he was, he was you, they, uh, and like the media, like instructions, they tell you like, you're not supposed to celebrate. You have to be a professional, even though, even if you are a fan of the team, you're not supposed to celebrate. I didn't but, read that. <laughs> <laughs> the videographer was like, yes, and, yeah. and then a a after uh, the goal was disallowed, yeah. he was just like, bro, yeah. what, the what the fuck was that? Yeah. He just actually like, walks out on the pitch like, are you even blind <laughs> <you> rap? <laughs> <laughs> he just went up to Mark Geiger like, are you serious right now? Come on, fam. <laughs> Do you even know what you're doing out here right now? He was like, I'm blind. I'm deaf. I want to be a rap. <laughs> that was great to see. I also like the photographers were like, yo, that wasn't offside. The other guy's like, absolutely not. I'm like, do you even know what you're talking about? <laughs> they do. It's wild. Although they were really impressed with the uh, Brad Guzan chant, which is, um, I'm big, I'm tall, I'm a motherfucking wall. Brad no, I'm big, I'm bald? Isn't it? I'm ba bald. Huh? Big and bald. Okay, that makes more sense because he's not that tall. <laughs> yeah. So, Six four. All right, relax, everybody. What are you... <laughs> What, he got the fucking stat sheet? <laughs> <laughs> right, he, oh, yeah, he loves eggs in the morning. And, uh, you know, he wanted to name his son Bobby, but he didn't. He ended up not doing that. <laughs> you know everybody, everything about the guy? Everybody has, has his tops card right in front yeah, of him. Yeah. <laughs> can, we, can we use it for our studio wall? Yeah, give us, if you have any uh, soccer cards, please. Feel free yeah, to give we're, donate them to us. <laughs>
What a weird moment to just talk about our GoFundMe. Um, <laughs> uh, and Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Holy smokes, guys. Holy shit. You guys yeah. don't deserve it. That's how I feel. <laughs> We're Actually, I think it's really cute that uh, they allow a football team to play at the soccer stadium. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that was too easy. Yeah. <laughs> we, I can, now I know we'll get you guys to clap. This is going to be a good audio. <laughs> uh, as, you, as some of you know, we are from New York, and we do support NYCFC. And yeah, we, all right. Uh, we, all right. We, all right. Okay, yeah. All right. That's, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. So stop booing. Second your, place, NYC. Please stop booing. You're reminding me of my comedy shows. Yeah, uh, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys, it's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> we're at a comedy festival and we're getting booed already within minutes. It's perfect. Yeah. Oh, so we, yeah, our team plays in uh, in a baseball stadium. Uh, Which, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, now you're booing with us. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah, don't. We, we don't want to be in a baseball on stadium. On board. <laughs> <that> <laughs> In fact, can we play at Bobby Dodds since you're not using it anymore? <laughs> can we call that? Can we call that our home, our home field? If there's enough New Yorkers in Atlanta to make that work, by the way. Every three out of five Ubers are a dude's like, oh yeah, I'm from Atlanta my whole life. I go really. He's like, nah, I'm from the Bronx. <laughs> I moved down here 15 years ago. Yeah, how many how many people here are from Atlanta? Atlanta, born Nathan's. and raised. Born Clap and your raised. hands, because. Okay. Yeah, I believe her. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she said she said that like she has has it tattooed on her body. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Right across <laughs> her stomach. Yeah. yeah. ATL yeah. thug life it's, across your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Homegrown. Is that Andrew Carlson out there? Yeah. Actually, okay. isn't ho oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> If you can't hear this on the podcast, you may have heard a gust of cold wind on the podcast. That was her, that was her giving him the dead eye and middle finger at the same time. Uh, great riff, though. Uh, how, how are you guys liking Mercedes-Benz Stadium? You guys fans? Yeah. I think the biggest complaint we had about it before we got there was the fact that it was turf. And the reason why is you guys have been playing so well. Atlanta have been playing so well. It's like, why are you going to put them on turf now? You know yeah. what I mean? That's like someone who can run real fast. Well, then put roller skates on them. See what happens. You're like, no, no, no. Usain Bolt's not going to work well that way. You know what I mean? Well, clearly the turf is some good luck. You well, know? apparently. It's, it's, it's like seven goals per turf. You <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Pretty good turnover like ratio. That's good. And what I love about it, too, is like one of the things that we talk a lot about uh, MLS is you know, the, the cap is pretty strict, right? So you never get a lot of depth. You guys play well no matter who's <laughs> out. And it's really frustrating because NYCFC is about to play you guys in the playoffs, <laughs> probably. And it seems like no matter who's injured, someone else steps up uh, and is able to sort of take that and, and just play a very attractive uh, form of soccer. And I think, yeah, Gressel <laughs> is one of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. He did, he, he did all right last Yeah, night. he did all right. I heard he did some things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I caught the highlights, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He seemed to be all over them, which is kind of annoying. You know, give some shine to some other people, Julian. <laughs> it ain't all about you, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, but, but being at, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium was, uh, I mean, it, it just, you feel, you feel small in there, yeah. right? Isn't that, I, I feel like Actually, that's it was the first time I felt like I was comfortable. Uh, <laughs> Nice big seats, yeah. nice big space, yeah. a lot of air going around. It was nice. Yeah, for air some conditioning. Reason. Air conditioning is like necessary in soccer. I'm realizing this we've been uh, fucking up a long time not having air conditioning. What's all this outdoors? Get out of here. You know what I mean? I'll Google the outdoors if I want to go out there. You know what I mean? 
Uh, yeah, I was I was gonna say that uh, Mercedes Benz Stadium is is slimming uh, for you, but it's uh, <laughs> it was it's right, a little bad it's a little already. late. <laughs> you know, I just like it was a joke. I didn't want I want I didn't want the show to end without me making fun of your weight. That's no, really no, no, of course <laughs> not. Although if I make fun of my own weight, n- uh, you know, Nemanja Nikolic is gonna walk in and hug me. <laughs> the man is in love with me. I don't uh-huh. know. Th- 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 some, some people may not know what happened. We went to the to the All Star game. They uh, allowed us to go to the All Star game. game. Why? Why? <laughs> Well, MLS we, needs much stricter rules. Uh, do you guys know who Nemanja Nikolic is? He's the forward for the Chicago Fire. Uh, but he, when we interviewed him, uh, Alexa started uh, being self-deprecating and making fun of, like, being just being a big guy. Well, they guy. said, they were, one of the reporters was just telling him that Chicago is instituting a sugar tax. Uh, it's a cent for every ounce of sugar and whatever you purchase. And I happened to be standing next to him when he said it, and I was like, are you for real? I said, I'm glad I'm going to leave town in a few days because I'd go poor by the end of the week <laughs> if that were true. And Emmanuel was like, ha ha. He, he laughed and then looked at me and realized I was fat when I said it. He was like, ah! <laughs> It's you funnier because you're fat. Yeah. It's funny. It's, it's, it's a shame. Like, oh, it's a sh- if oh I, that's why I said it. If I said it, people would be like, wait, what are you doing? Yeah, what why you is make- that skinny guy like sugar so much? <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, get yourself under <laughs> control, skinny guy. I say it. They're like, get fatter. That's hilarious. But he did. Uh, as soon as you said that, he immediately uh, hugged Alexis. And, but he nuzzled my armpit. He put his head in my armpit yeah. and like smoothed it out a little bit. You know what I mean? And the, f- the weirdest part was I wasn't sure whether to hug him back or not. And the lady who, like, is their handler, who's like, no touching, like that lady, <laughs> she was about to yell at me but realized my hands were up and he was holding on to me. And she was like, I guess that's allowed. I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's actually never happened before. Uh, we usually yeah, have to yell at the reporters. We're always very concerned because those handlers are always... Uh, they're they're everywhere. They're protecting the player because they, they don't know who every journalist is, their journalist is and might do something to them. Uh, but they, they don't have any handlers for the players who are accosting the, the, the journalists. Which brings up a good question. Christian, where were you protecting <laughs> me from Nemanja Nikolic's love? I should have yelled fire at some <laughs> point. <laughs> which you is, mason. <laughs> Get away from my man. Uh, but he did hug you, and he also did uh, caress your face. Yeah, I, I said something else, and he was like, ha-ha, he's got another one. And then he gently <laughs> caressed my face. And that's when I began to fall in love with him back. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know what yeah. happens to major league soccer players <laughs> when they get into this league, but I, 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 don't, I feel like Julian might just, you know, just like rest in your bosom at some point. Yeah, at some point. <laughs> get up in there. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, I remember when he, gr- when he touched my face, all I could hear was like that, spend all your time waiting. <laughs> And then I realized it was you playing that. So thank you for <laughs> assisting. I'm always on point with that yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's like, boom, gotcha. <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, are, you, uh, are you guys familiar with uh, our Dax story? Yeah. Fruit the bowl. fruit bowl. Yeah. Okay, so t- who does not know what we're talking about when we're Clap saying Clap your hands if you don't know what we're talking about. Okay, a couple people don't know. So yeah. we just... This has been our journey. This year has been a very interesting year for us because yeah. on top of uh, 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 Nemanja Nikolic and uh, your love affair... Right. Uh, my wife's very, very worried. <laughs> uh, Dax McCarty, uh, he's a player for the Chicago Fire as well, but he was playing for the New York Red Bulls, uh, and he was traded. Uh, and, but he like was tra- two days after his wedding, which Correct. is when you trade someone. So. <laughs> he's not paying attention right now. You know? <laughs> Catch you him by surprise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so he, got, he got traded, and uh, we were talking about it on the podcast. So we were looking up uh, his wife's Instagram because everybody was reporting that she had posted, like, a, a mean Instagram post. Like a scathing a sca- you know, <laughs> comment. Yeah, TMZ caught it. It was, yeah. it was intense. They're so uh, like, girl, have you heard <laughs> what Mrs. McCarty is out here talking about? 
So, but she she had thrown a Red Bull fridge on the sh- on the side of the street in Manhattan and saying like uh, uh, goodbye, goodbye New York. I'm know. not gonna, I'm not gonna miss like the the sweaty people on the subway. Or yeah, something and like the that. rodents behind my walls, which <laughs> sure. stop leaving food out. Miss uh, <laughs> <laughs> McCarty, you know. <laughs> But um, so we were looking it up to try to talk about it on the podcast, and of course we're doing it while we're on the podcast, as opposed to before and preparing. Uh, and we looked it up, but the first thing that pops up is Dax McCarty and his wife's uh, wedding registry. <laughs> so we start looking through it, right? Because come on, right? Why yeah. give them their personal space? Uh, <laughs> but, you but put it, it online, bruh. <laughs> 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 So we started looking through it, and there was like a lamp for like 600 bucks, like a, a table made out of reclaimed wood. And I'm yeah. like, get out of here. You know what I mean? Uh, it kind of looked like Argosy. Yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> they actually had a, a nine-foot uh, octopus <laughs> or kraken, whatever this thing is. Uh, and we started looking through it, so we said, let's buy him something. We're like, what's the cheapest thing? And it happened to be a fruit bowl. Now, I thought it was like one of those big fruit bowls you put in the middle of the table and you put fruit on it, and I don't know what you do with them after that. I'm the fat one. He knows. Yeah. Uh, you eat them, maybe? I don't know. You stare at them until they go bad, and then you throw them out. That's what I do. Uh, but turns out we just bought him one small fruit bowl you eat, like cut fruit in the morning with. Yeah. Because it said one out of 16. I'm like, how many tables this guy got in his apartment? <laughs> he doesn't need any more tables. You got 16 dining room tables, bro? <laughs> you, need a, you need a decorative piece in the middle you know of what? all this, of them? This wedding registry yeah. is actually offensive. Yeah. This is yeah. Too much stuff. Also, are you allowed to keep all that TAM that you got here that was used <laughs> to trade you? That was a lot of tables, a lot of rooms in this dude's house. Turns out we just bought him a little mini fruit bowl, but we never heard back. We didn't hear back. We, we gave him some time. We gave him like three weeks, right? That's <laughs> like enough. A reasonable amount of time. Well, like, I just got traded. You know, uh, his we, wife's opening boxes Yeah, and stuff, we gave him you know? a reasonable, uh, reasonable amount of time. But then uh, after a couple months, people started listening. We started talking about it a lot more. Uh, and people were like, yo. The, people came up to us, uh, especially in Chicago, or people, or, or people who are from there. They would message us and say, look. I'm so emotionally invested in this <laughs> yes. fruit bowl right now that, look, if I see Dax on the street, like, I'm, I'm going to say something. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, re- I have your back. People emailed us, like, what do you want me to say to him? I'm like, nothing. Don't disrupt <laughs> the man. <laughs> Just yell fruit bowl from across the street, but don't make eye contact. He'd be like, I swear to God, this thing's following me around. <laughs> so we kept asking, and we were interviewing other soccer players who had uh, played with him, and we were like, you know, he never thanked us for the fruit bowl. And they're like, yo, that's rude. Like, w- let me text him. <laughs> and he still never responded. His wife never responded um, until his wife posted a six-month anniversary photo yeah. on Instagram. And the first comment was one of our fans. <laughs> yeah, was like, oh, you have time to put up a photo, but you don't have time to <laughs> thank the cool again. Sure. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> At that point, we were like, "All right, this we got. This has to stop." Yeah, because this, it might have gone too far before, but we're re- <laughs> we're here now. You know, there's no there's no more question as to when we got too far. Yeah, because uh, there's there's a difference between like Dax posting it like a, a sweet photo. Yeah, yeah. But then it's this just is like, his wife. This is his wife. Yeah. It's like know. what the mafia does. Like we know where you live. <laughs> We're your family, yeah. your ki- we're going to be posting on your kids' yeah. Instagrams, too. Yo, we know your dog got a gram. We're <laughs> on it, all right? You look cute, Fluffy. Tell your dad to call us about that fruit bowl. <laughs> Knees are getting broken, bruh. Yeah, all four of yours. Uh, but we find yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> the puppy's no, not real, people. <laughs> That's how we... Someone throws red paint on me for being that. That's com- <laughs> comedy rule number one. You cannot make fun of puppies. Oh, that's, who cares? Real it's not real. <laughs> real puppies, fake puppies. It's like that's Well, like, that was the surprise guest was Dax's puppy. Uh, <laughs> we were going <laughs> we to shove it in a fruit bowl. <laughs> no, we're not going to do it. 
He's never going to come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so what ended up happening at the All-Star Game, we finally got to interview Dax, and we did confront him and say, hey, we sent you the damn fruit bowl. What's up? And he, and he was like, thank you. And yeah. he said, thank you. Right, right. Yeah, he finally thanked us. And he goes, I hope my wife sees this because she feels really upset. And we realized we're just calling her like an ungrateful person by saying you never <laughs> sent us a thank you. Which is not to what To us, we it was saying. funny. Like, oh, they never sent us a thank you. But she's like, oh, my God, do people think I'm a bad person? <laughs> you know? So, yeah, so it, it, we were happy that it finally came to a conclusion. Yeah, uh, and actually, we had this uh, poster made uh, specifically for this event. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be, we got him in the back of the room. Uh, we didn't want to charge you guys a lot of money, so we just said, like, pay whatever you want, and you can get one. one. Um, yeah. We're going to uh, give uh, one. Props to Joe Karg yeah, Joe and Chris Karg Bivens, two it. artists from Atlanta, uh, yeah. who drew that. Yeah. They were we use local artists because we care. Um, <laughs> it's very sustainable that way. Um, uh, if you look at it, they, they did a great job. And in the background, uh, the player is holding a fruit bowl, which is like a nice Easter egg. That is that. Uh, it's really cool. And uh, the studs in the cleats are little pizzas, which is awesome. And the <laughs> scarf I'm wearing has pizza on it, which is yeah. double awesome. Because yeah. <laughs> that's the team I support the most. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't know, some people don't know, uh, Alexis is a pizza expert. So if you have any questions. Uh, that's not a joke. I that's really not a am. joke. Everyone's like, mean? <laughs> No, I legitimately am. Legitimate. It's embarrassing. Um, one of our one of our friends and fans, uh, Jay Riddle, he's somewhere in the room. Yeah, right there. yeah, yeah. You know, you I guys know, know Jay Riddle. You guys know. Round Jay of Riddle? applause for Jay, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I made fun of Atlanta Pizza. Quote, I said, Atlanta Pizza's trash. I did, and I feel bad saying that because the owner of this place has a, a wood-fired oven, and I said that, and he's staring at me. <laughs> but I said that in a more general sense. It's not like you can't find great pizza. You can right here at Argosy. Uh, <laughs> but, but I was saying that in a general sense. On a, you know, We have a higher standard for pizza in New York, so the random place you walk into is going to have a better pizza. I'm not saying you can't find great pizza here. <laughs> I'm hedging my bets as hard Tra as I can just here. Tr tracking can it, back. On I know. Do you see the smoke coming out of my shoes as I track back? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It looks great. Really good job. Um, I could look at that and say that it's probably like, what, right around 900 degrees your oven? 1,200 drone, 900 on the floor. That's what I was talking about, baby. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, it's a really good bake-up. Um, I, so I, Jay posted a photo of Antigua Pizza from the stadium. Uh, yeah, which is great. And uh, that they have that there. And he was like, what do you think? And I immediately started to break it down. And I think it was like two tweets long. <laughs> and someone else posted later like, oh, I hope Alexis breaks down the pizza. And I'm like, buddy, I got you covered. Here's a couple links. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and Jay's like, wait a minute. You're talking about the fuel of the oven? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> come on. I'm a pizza expert, baby. This is the shit we go through. Yeah, he knows his stuff. Uh, I, yeah, I, every time he talks about it, I tune out. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, you can tell he's a huge food fan. Just look <laughs> at him. Uh, he thinks about food at least three, four, five times a year. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm thick in the right places. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sounds Jesus. weird. Yeah, uh, but your, <laughs> your skull after saying that. <laughs> I felt it, it felt weird coming out of my mouth. Trust me. <laughs> oh boy, still on that same joke, huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so, so like I said, we we do have a couple posters. Uh, we have a couple shirts. If you guys, yeah, uh, Elvis, who does our shirts for On the Volley Apparel, brought some of our shirts yeah. down. So if you guys want to buy them, save on some shipping. You could buy them there for twenty bucks. And uh, and before we begin, I just want to make sure uh, uh, sponsoring the show is Mac Weldon. Uh, yeah, Mac Weldon. Mac Round Weldon. of applause for Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon, you're Mac. Mac. If you don't know, Mac Weldon. 
It's a men's underwear uh, line, and they make like just uh, shirts and clothing. They make a lot of different really, things, but really main, comfortable. Uh, their bread and briefs. Yeah, their bread and butter is uh, is underwear. So they're uh, helping uh, get this, uh, you know, get this going. So and uh, uh, their underwear is known for not uh, smelly. You yeah, can, you can wear them for a long time. And I tested that out when they first sponsored our podcast. I put a pair on, and I didn't shower for three <laughs> days. Uh, and the first thing I did is when my wife walked in from work, I threw it at her face, <laughs> and I said, "Quickly, smell those." And she goes. Yeah? And I go, I've been wearing those for three <laughs> days and I didn't shower. And she's like, they don't smell anything like your balls. And I was like, aha! Yeah. Aha! They work! <laughs> but also, I want a divorce. You didn't yeah. shower in three days. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> See, the thing is, I'm married to a nurse. Like, nurses, that part of their brain is shut off. You know what I mean? Like, they view the human body very differently than everyone else. Like, if you guys were to send, like, a dick pic to someone, they'd be like, ooh, right? I send one to my wife, she makes an appointment for the dermatologist. You know what I mean? <laughs> Their human, their brain works differently. There's no sex anymore in there. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, but Mac Weldon, the, the cool thing is that they are fans of soccer as well. So yeah, it's they're not, huge they're, fans it's of not soccer. just uh, random people that are, that are looking after us or whatever. They actually are fans of soccer and are, are supporting us. So uh, yeah, so it's going to be great. So you guys ready to get the show started? Huh? Awesome. Well, when we decided we were going to come to Atlanta, we realized we didn't want to be by ourselves, right? We want to get some other folks out here. Um, and we thought, of course, we were going to get Atlanta United players uh, and some people that are associated uh, with the team. Um, and speaking of associated with the team, uh, you might know this person. You see her on the sideline. You see her on all social media. You see an image of her head being carried around <laughs> by Jay Riddle. Uh, and you see her... Head get passed around the stands, which is not exactly what a, a lady wants, uh, but that's exactly what happens. Uh, and she's an absolutely cool sport, and I think one of only two Cubans in all of Atlanta, because uh, I'm shocked that there's some here, because I'm Cuban. I'm not just making fun of Cubans randomly. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. Not Cuban. You just you, you toasted for Cuba? You like okay, Cuban cool. food? Yeah. Yeah, that counts. That counts. Well, get in line, lady. <laughs> uh, uh, absolutely. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, you know where you love her, and unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only, Brittany <laughs> Arnold! One, two. Uh, right here. Right here. You can grab that one. Yeah. Can you guys hear me out of this mic? No. No, grab the other one. Yeah. I'll just keep using this one. They don't want to hear from you. <laughs> already roasting. Brittany Arnold already roasting. Yeah. Yeah, it is on. Yeah, you guys can hear Brittany, right? Do you want to grab a seat? Do you think it might yeah, be a little more comfortable? We don't have to stand the entire time. All right. One more round of applause Brittany for Brittany Arnold, Arnold everybody. Yeah. <laughs> a little nervous up there. You were nervous up there? No, not really. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, you Do you get nervous at these types of uh, things? Oh, oh what is this? Look at this. More this is scars. Jay, everybody. A round of applause for Give Jay it Riddle. Up for Jay Riddle. Thank you, Jay. All right. Wait till the NYCFC supporters see this. Uh, <laughs> the inaugural year. Oh, this is awesome. And I said inaugural, right? That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you, proud of you. Do you get a, Do you get like nervous at these types of events, these live events, these kinds of things? Because um, you talk to a lot of players, but how often do you speak to fans that will make a very large image of your head and carry it around? <laughs> Is that common? Yeah, no, I've I've hosted a couple events this season, and um, I do some regular events at the Marriott with some of the players where we have the fans come and we do Q and A. Cool. So, no, I don't get nervous. No, not at all? It's my job not to, I guess. Now, what made you want to get uh, into... Are you, were you a fan of soccer before you started this gig? So, before I was here, I worked for a network, BN Sports, that yeah. covers European soccer. Of course. 
Um, I was there for five years. So, but before that, no, I didn't. I didn't watch soccer at all. Actually, was your career magisterial? Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be I see Red Hudson. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's at completely out of his mind, right? Now, let's be honest. No, he's amazing. He's is amazing. he? He's a I legend. Like you have to say he is a legend, but he's completely out of his mind. You could be both. No, no. <laughs> I'm a legend. I'm out of my mind. Look at me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, so, so what what's the the experience uh, been like? Uh, how how surprised are you uh, with the reception for Atlanta United? What did you think before you got the job? Like, what what did you think the fanfare would be like? Did you think it was going to be like a dull experience, or did or are you sort of blown away by what, what's been going on? Yeah, I mean, uh, when I first took the job, I wasn't sure what to think because you know I covered leagues like La Liga and Serie A, and mm -hmm. you know I was used to covering matches like Real Madrid Barcelona. But those are beneath. Uh, those are lower you know, level. Lower we level leagues. Right. Yeah, now so. they are. Now they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, now. absolutely. I mean, nobody's talking about Cristiano Ronaldo. You They're talking about Atlanta United players. Never even heard Who? of the guy. So <laughs> yeah, so I you know I had that bar sort of set, and I was yeah. like, okay, what is covering an MLS team going to be like? I have no idea. So when I first, you know, I moved here, I, I literally came for the first game in Bobby Dodd. And at that moment on the sidelines, I was like, holy shit, like this is going to be incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. The rest is history. And what's to come is going to be history as well. I mean, that's another question that I think we have as, as folks that are just sort of watching from the outside. W can it get bigger? Can it get better? I mean, I mean when we the fans seem to think so. They're be, saying it'll be great. When you win the cup. Yeah. Well, I mean, but like as far as the family, I mean, can it grow? Can it get bigger? You I think, think so? so? I think that when we opened the stadium for the Orlando City game and we saw 70,000 plus fans. Hold on a second. I'm sorry. You said Orlando City and no one had a reaction. Yeah, no uh, one. Wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was very surprised. Where did all the pitchforks come I'm from? I'm from Florida, so we know that Orlando is not the South. All oh, right. <laughs> not happening. I mean, they put that on the tee for you. <laughs> what is Orlando considered then? I is Miami? <laughs> If Disney you didn't hear World. that on the podcast, so when you said, yo, garbage and purple wasteland. It's just Disney World. I mean, that's how I always thought of it growing up. It's like Orlando is Disney World. Or UCF, I guess. Yeah, I went there for, I did a show, I did a weekend of shows there, and uh, every time I asked someone, they're like, what's a good restaurant? They were like, go to Applebee's. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. And they're like, go to downtown Disney. I'm like, I'm not going anything Disney. What's wrong with you? First of all, I'm a fat guy with a beard by myself. I'm gonna get arrested immediately. There's children around. <laughs> I'm what? asking kids, do you know where there's pizza? <laughs> 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 no, but to answer your question, yeah, because yeah. you didn't let me finish. Um, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, you don't listen to the podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is going to happen so quite a bit. The game, in or when, we had, when we brought Orlando, we opened it up, 70,000 plus. <laughs> there that it is. shows that the fan base is there, right? So I think that if we had the ability to open the stadium to 70,000 plus, we would continue to sell out. It wasn't just like a one-time thing. So I think that there's plenty of Atlanta United yeah. fans that don't get the opportunity to go to games. Yeah. And you were at the game last night, you know, selling out on a Wednesday night. Huge. I mean, that's incredible. That was wild. I know when we when the game first started, I was like, we were up in the press box for those first few minutes. I'm like, oh, there's not that many people here. And then we heard at halftime that there was a problem with the trains. Uh, so I think that's why a lot of people showed up late, because when we finally got down there, I'm like, where were all of you five <laughs> minutes ago? Yeah, We took an elevator and ever, all the other seats filled in. It was absolutely wild. And one of the things that I love is that even though the stadium was built, um, I guess probably originally the intention was just uh, NFL, it seems like it's a perfect use for both sports. Yeah, you know? it is. It's one of those things where, like, you know, you walk upstairs, you have those big sight lines. I don't think I've ever seen that for American soccer. Even 
even like you know your best markets typically use a much more European style stadium. So to have an NFL stadium that almost looks perfect for soccer, that's never happened in this league before. And in fact, a lot of people are talking about that maybe the idea of soccer specific stadiums aren't necessarily necessary anymore. Maybe we do have fan bases in certain markets that could fill NFL stadiums. Do you think that's the case or well, would you like to see more? Can Arthur Blank just buy every single MLS <laughs> team? <I think>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> then it will be a piece of cake, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was, uh, That'd be nice. No, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They hate him down here. Huh? <laughs> I mean, everything Atlanta United has done this year is not like anything else anybody's ever done. That's so true. that's from the stadium to the team to everything. So it's, it's, I was going to ask one th quick thing. Speaking of, of those unique uh, moments for the team, especially in its uh, first season, uh, what did you think of the, the infamous billboard in Orlando? <laughs> which was mad disrespectful <laughs> and that's why I loved it so much because you're a New Yorker yeah, yeah, um, yeah. if you're not yelling at me I don't respect you <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I plead the fifth on how that got there but um, oh that, that means you know well, alright when, <laughs> when the mics are off we did, she put it, did you put it up herself <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there with the paint <laughs> I'll take the keyboard yeah, no. um, yeah it, was, it was awesome I mean I think that in the beginning, that first match with Orlando, nobody wanted to ca call it a rivalry match. They said that the fans were creating that. But really, Orlando's our closest team. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I remember I read an article that one of the girls that covered the team for the newspaper in Orlando was, like, went on a mission to find it and talk Alicia, about oh, Alicia it. Alicia Rose, Rose Delgado. Delgado. Yeah. 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 And, uh, <laughs> She's been on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> wow, you really are Cuban. <laughs> I was just about to go. I was about to run and clean my room. I thought you were going to hit me with a chancleta. That was a, that was a scary. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, no, it was awesome to answer your question. All right. I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Being um, uh, someone who's uh, not originally from Atlanta, um, now being here, you live here. Um, obviously, you talked about the fan base is incredible. One of the things that shocked me is just walking around. The first time I was here was for a different comedy festival, and everyone's like, you got to go to this place called Varsity to go get a burger. And I realized those people don't like me. Uh, <laughs> one of the worst burgers I've ever had. But one of the... It was day one when I got there, and it was across. It was like down the block from the hotel. And I walk in, and the first thing I noticed was there's a huge Atlanta United banner. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. This town cares? You know, <laughs> I, mean, you know I've, I live in New York, and I expect there to be, like, NYCFC stuff everywhere. And it's not that easy to find. Um, you know, when you're in Jersey, you don't find that much Red Bull stuff. You know, it's one of those things where, I, like, I was just surprised that local people care. What do you, just being someone who's not from here, but looking around, seeing how even just the locals, the folks that don't have season tickets, the folks that don't get to go to the stadium, but still embracing the team and, and sort of the image of the team and, and that actually having it be a part of the landscape of sports, which is rare for soccer. Like, you know, we were talking about, uh, what was it, Colin Cowherd was like, oh, New York has no stars and all the teams are failing. We're like, have you seen David Villa just yeah. behind <laughs> you playing? You know, like, we've got stars. How does that feel for you just to see that? No, it's amazing. I mean, I go to Publix. I go anywhere I go. Like, I see fans wearing Atlanta United shirts, um, signs everywhere. I'm driving on 75. I always see cars with, you know, the Atlanta United stickers on the back. Um, Some people have tattoos on their body. Tattoos yeah. on their body, yeah. <laughs> couple. Dangerous people. 
yeah, I no, feel it's like everywhere. The, I feel like the thugs here are gonna start to get little Atlanta United tattoos <laughs> on their cheeks whenever they kill someone. Like their knuckles. <laughs> Only when they kill seven people and they don't kill anyone back, seven nils every time. <laughs> 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 Nice. I hope uh, they're not here. Uh, yeah, no, it's amazing. It's listen, being from Miami, it's full of fair weather fans. You know that. Oh, we know. Um, it. So yeah, you're a Heat fan. Winning. Remember when the Heat had to release like the rules, and one of them was like, "Please show up on time." And you're like, yeah. "You have three mega stars." <laughs> exactly. And actually, I was just talking earlier with Julian about that. How I feel like here in Atlanta, everybody on the team has their own way of being a star, and every fan. It's not like. The fans are favoring, you know, it's like you just see Martinez jerseys, you just see Almiron jerseys. I go in the supporter section, I see Gressel jerseys, Almiron jerseys, Martinez, I see Harrison Heath jerseys. I mean, everybody, Gonzalez Perez jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. So they love everybody for their own talent. And we're, I, don't, I feel like Atlanta United fans aren't like focused on just like that star fan base, like most team supporters are. Yeah, well, that's absolutely true. Like, if you go to an NYCFC game, I think you'll see a lot more Pirlo and David Villa, right. maybe a lot of Jack Harrisons. You don't see the other guys. You don't see the Ben Sweats and those guys. Here, every time I look around, there's someone who has a different one. In fact, there's one jersey that I see a lot, or I see one person wearing, and I know I don't know that player. He's number three, and the word stacks on top. Footy <laughs> 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 <Put him> mob <laughs> with the official three stacks. <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, legendary jersey. Where's uh, my jersey? Andre, yeah, where is your jersey? I'd be would scared I be? to see what number they put, <laughs> knowing they're carrying huge images of your head around. <laughs> Has available. there been a number 69? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> crazy <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's available. <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting I bought uh, two, the two NYCFC jerseys I bought were uh, Quadro Poku and Mixed Discarude. <laughs> Yeah. Boca from Atlanta. Right. Atlanta silverback player. Yeah, so, uh, so uh, every, every jersey I buy, the player gets sold. Oh, it's yeah. So I'm like, yeah. I don't want to get a Villa jersey because yeah. he's going to be gone the next day. I'm terrified. No, yeah. you absolutely should. Go ahead and do it. Uh, <laughs> Make sure you do it before the Just playoffs. before the playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will, I will slap that jersey scores. out of his hand. <laughs> he only scores penalty kicks anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, that's what we're here for. The leading scorer in Spain's history? And only, trying to only, throw shade? only by one goal in MLS now. So. <laughs> that's a good point. All right, he's and pretty Joseph good. And Joseph Martinez missed three months, so. And uh, Listen, he's incredible. Also... Can I just say something? Whatever he weighs, 95% of it is in his thighs. <laughs> that man. Same with Tito Villalba. Uh, Tito Villalba also. Yeah. Tito Villalba also got that stare down. Robin's getting a little heated over there. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen, we had the chance to go to the locker room and uh, doing some of the media stuff yesterday, and Joseph Martinez walks in, and I'm like, oh, he's tiny. I could take this guy, you know? <laughs> as soon as he walks in, and then I look down, and I see one of his thighs, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't think I have half of those muscles. I don't, I've never, he looked like a ninja turtle. Like they drew. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I just not, that shit not human, man. If he kicked me, I think like, if he kicked me here, this arm would fall off. <laughs> like you know, the other part of my body. It's just insane. Some of the shape these guys are in. Also, can we just talk about some of the level of player? Because when, when I started hearing about some of the names, like Almiron and Joseph Martinez, I was like, all right, these guys are good, but they're not names, you know? They're not names that the average person at home would know. Right. That's not going to help sell tickets. Clearly, I was wrong about that, too. <laughs> Man, you're wrong about a lot of things. Buddy, I mean, get in line, all right? I am, yeah, I mean, I picked one good thing in my entire life, and that's my wife. Other than that, I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> oh, sweet. Uh, oh, uh, Aww. Come on, give me some. She's in the room, all right? Uh, 
Yeah, <laughs> Christian is not my wife. Who said that? <laughs> you, yeah. should, you guys should have got a big name, you know, like Andrea Pirlo. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, a good, a big old name. <laughs> who wants to see Andrea Dre Pirlo practice? <laughs> that's that's him playing too. Look, he's not moving. He's not doing anything. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, I thought all oh, these names aren't going to do anything and it's not going to help. Clearly, you don't need that to sell tickets. But bringing it all together, getting a big name coach, which is like, come on, you're the first DP coach. You know, you have Tata <laughs> Martino. Is that something that you think the fan base cared about beforehand or now that they're playing well, that that's something that the fans kind of are aware of who these guys are and whatnot? Um, I think that if you know soccer and you then you knew like especially when Tata Martino came, which was a year ago. He signed his contract a year ago yesterday. It was his one-year anniversary. So mm. I think that if you knew soccer, I mean, for me, when I, when I researched the team, when I accepted the job, mm. and I, I was like, is, is this a typo? Like, there's no way <laughs> yeah. Tata Martino, like, what? Because I covered him in Barcelona and Argentina. So right. I know this guy from a, the European side. So, um, yeah, I think the fans, you know, if they're so the soccer fans were probably really interested in the talent that was coming and the coach that was coming. And then... For the rest of the fan base, I think that it's just exciting to have an MLS team to follow because, you know, I was saying up there that our generation, you know, the late 20s, 30s, early 20s, you know, this is a generation that grew up probably playing soccer, right? Yeah. So now yeah. we're in our 20s and 30s and we want to be able to follow a soccer team and Atlanta United is giving that to them. And But let me tell you, there will be no expansion team that will ever be able to duplicate what Atlanta United has done here. Yeah, I yeah. doubt. I hope the others get close, though, just for the league. You <laughs> know what I mean? Not you know, close. just to help the league. <laughs> but you're, you're also like the, you, you, you do a lot of, you do the Spanish language interviews with, uh, with the players. What, what is your, you're like, I, I see you as this like liaison to, uh, you know, to the people who don't, who don't speak Spanish. Uh, what is your relationship uh, to, to Tata and, and the players that, that you speak to in Spanish? Is there any like uh, more significant connection being, uh, being Hispanic and being able to communicate with them? Yeah, I think um, I remember the first interview I ever did with Tata, and when I came up to him, he just assumed I was going to only speak in English, and yeah. he kind of like freaked out a little bit. And then when I started speaking Spanish, he was like, holy Jesus, yeah. like this blonde He's chick like, speaks Spanish, like what is this Who taught nonsense? this blonde woman Spanish? <laughs> right, exactly. Find them immediately. <laughs> you did a great job. So um, initially that made him obviously a lot more comfortable, um, and we decided to continue doing the post-game interviews with him, because I... I do, and I do that for you guys because I feel like as fans, you know, you want to be able to hear from Tata Martino and you want to be able to hear from Joseph and Miguel and, and Tito when they score hat tricks and braces and all these things. So um, it was important for me to, whether it was good or not or whether the fans thought it was good or not, to have that communication with those the Latin players and with Tata Martino because it's yeah. important. Yeah, absolutely. But I yes, they love me. They love I Speak Spanish and we have our own little... That's great. I, I've seen uh, some of the uh, the Atlanta United training, and and Tata has the the Spanglish coaching style. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, he'll throw it, he'll throw English yeah. words, and and but he, it's like majority Spanish. Is there? Uh, there must be some like uh, uh, like where the English speaking players have to learn some Spanish, right? Where they they must have to struggle with that a little bit. So that'll be a question for Julian. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, they have. I know that one of the coaches is sort of their translator liaison. Okay. But I think they probably catch on to a lot of the, you know, 
basic words that Tata throws out to them when they're on the pitch and stuff. It's important, too, because sometimes if you don't know Spanish and you hear Spanish people speaking, you're like, I think they're mad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's mostly... Yeah. They're yelling yeah, at yeah, me. My, wi- my wife is Italian, and the first time she came into my house, she's like, all right, I don't think we should go in there. Let them finish arguing. I'm like, they're getting along. This is, this is just Normal. how Cubans speak. She's like, but they're using their hands. I'm like, oh, yeah, baby. Uh, unless there's a knife and fork in there. They're putting their hands all over the place. They all look like they're landing airplanes independently. You know what I mean? You know, you know how we get. Yeah, the <laughs> Especially the Argentinians. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're, all right, you're Argentinian. Yeah, you're there it is. Raising, yeah, you're not just raising your hand for Argentinian food. No. <laughs> 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 Just to be yeah. clear. Yeah. <laughs> He's a massive Tito Villalba fan. Massive. Okay. Tito's her man. Yeah, Tito Villalba. Really. Awesome. Uh, awesome player. Um, I think one of the things that's really impressive is that you get to be sort of sometimes just the voice of the players for the fans, and you get to sort of. Uh, you know, um, kind of tell the fans exactly how the players are feeling and give your responses or your reactions to what's happening inside. But not only that, you get to also be the voice of the fans for the players. Um, and there seems to be like a very strong connection. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? The fans and the connection. You mentioned a little bit how everyone has like different jerseys. They seem to love the entire team. It's not just the names. Yeah. They, also, your yeah. head is right there. Yeah. <laughs> so my head is right there. My head is right there. <laughs> clearly, they're a fan. Yeah. <laughs> You know, for me, yeah, I, I definitely think that, and I hope to be the liaison for the fans to the players. Um, when I host my show, Match Week, I try to, you know, do a lot of sit-down interviews with the guys, especially the Spanish players, because I feel like it's they don't know a lot about them, and they have really, really interesting stories about how they got here, um, as well as the English-speaking players. We have a lot of veterans, a lot of rookies, you know, so a lot of different stories going on. So I try to be that liaison for the fans. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I... Love. I want to be accepted by the fans. You know, I want to. You know, I'm not part of the team. You might be too team, accepted. But, <laughs> <by the fans. laughs> but you know, I. It's. It means a lot to me to have the support from the fans as well because I'm sure there's a lot of cities with a lot of sideline reporters and hosts that the fans probably don't like them. I, I mean, I know that. That's a fact. So <laughs> yeah. I, it, it makes my job. Yo, Brittany's monitoring your Twitter, yeah. guys. You better. You better watch out. <laughs> I know if you don't like me. Yeah. She got secret accounts like uh, Kevin Durant. She's like, yo, why you talking trash about that wonderful woman? (laughs) I'll see you. No, but I feel like I, most of the fans, you know, do appreciate what I do. And and I appreciate all of them because I think that, and I tell them this all the time. I was in the sports section for two of the last games. I got a chance to go down and meet a lot of people and take photos. And I tell them that without you guys, you know, we would just be, a really great soccer team. You guys are the ones that are selling out the stadiums. You guys are the ones that are making waves and people are paying attention because of what the fan base has done here. Exactly. All right. Wonderful. Yeah. Round of applause for, for Brittany, yeah. Brittany Arnold, everybody. Yeah. We, <laughs> Brittany, so yes, we, the Cooligans, uh, appreciate what you do. Clearly the fans do as well. Uh, uh, but thank you for, for doing this and being here. Of yeah. Thanks for having me. <laughs> That's absolutely awesome. We're Another honored. hand for Brittany Arnold, everybody. Awesome. Thank you guys. Honored you said yes. So you mentioned, uh, you know, the love of all the players, um, including uh, some that had just gotten here because, uh, you know, the team isn't just set once you, uh, you know, open the doors. Um, in fact, we mentioned that we would have a special guest. We weren't sure if they were going to be able to make it, uh, but we're happy to announce uh, that our next guest um, just got here, um, hasn't had a lot of chances to meet you guys um, and, and get out there on the pitch, uh, but he is here today, um, and we want to announce, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, and unless you're driving, put your hands together for Bobby Boswell, Bobby everybody. Bobby Boswell, everybody. Thank 
There it is. Oh, I thought you were going to drape it over his uh, neck. Don't make him mess up his hair. Uh, <laughs> one more time for Bobby Boswell. Bobby everybody. Boswell, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Boy. Thank you. Boy, do I look short and fat now. Uh, <laughs> look at this. Look at these two. Good posture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess first things first, um, this is your first chance uh, to talk to a, like a large group of the fans. Um, what do you want them to know about you as a defender? Well, this is what I look like. I know a lot of you haven't seen me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, no, I, I think I've been around a long time. I was pretty excited to get traded down here. Uh, I think my time in D.C. had run its course, and I've been around the league a long time, but uh, obviously I would like to be playing. Um, <laughs> I don't think I have a very good case right now, the way the team's playing, to uh, break the lineup up. So uh, I'm realistic, and I understand what's going on with that, but um, all you can do at, at this level is just make sure you're ready in case your name's called, and, and that's kind of how, uh, how I approach my day-to-day my -day stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, you played in D.C. for a long time. Uh, maybe to make you feel at home, they could release, like, possums or something into the stadium. Maybe <laughs> raccoons. Uh, it's raccoons. Yeah, raccoons. Yeah, raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know. They or maybe, maybe you guys hog. could grow a tree in the, in the top stands. <laughs> Is that possible? Talk about RFK, because that's something that we had Pablo Maurer, uh, who covers uh, DC United for DCist, and he was starting to explain. He's like, well, the reason there's trees growing is because birds drop seeds. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is a soccer podcast. Why are you talking about birds dropping seeds? What was it like to play in that stadium that's about to close, that's legendary for... Everyone thought it closed years ago. It looks like, <laughs> it looks like the set of Walking Dead, you know what I mean? <laughs> the, the thing about RFK is awesome. Is like, it? I, I think RFK is awesome, and I started there when, in 2005. Uh, so for me, I, ha I have like a special place for RFK. I understand w why people look at it and they think it's, you know, they really do do like uh, FBI, uh, like interrogations. They, they come in and like, you'll come to training some days and they're like, hey guys, they're going to be running uh, some evacuation drills in here. <laughs> you know, there's, fly like helicopters there's, in. And, and there's building people, code violations everywhere. People, people in suits and you're like, should we even be in here? Yeah. Um, when it rains, like the whole building floods, there's water coming out of lighting fixtures and you're like, is that safe? And like, we have no idea. Um, they just so, give you the shrug emoji. So, so there, is, there is some, some great history to RFK, but that place is... Uh, they could do tours of it, like haunted house tours of it. <laughs> um, and I'm not entirely sure they're done with RFK. Meaning really? I think everyone thinks Audi Field is going to get done, and I hope to God that it does for the sake of the organization. But I would not be surprised if, uh, if RFK is not done with DC United. Oh, my God. Well, for the sake of the fans, I hope, so. I hope it is done. Because you watch it on TV, and the whole building is shaking when they're jumping up and down. And you're like, you know concrete's not supposed to do that, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be a little sturdier than yeah. that. <laughs> Well, uh, Magneto, I think in the X-Men movie, Magneto picked it up and like threw it at the <laughs> White House, and a lot of people were like, that would be awesome. Actually, yeah, more than ever. You, in, for the next three years and two months, feel free to do that, please. Uh, uh, well, but you, speaking of DC United uh, and, and their relationship with uh, Atlanta United, uh, <laughs> it's... it's <laughs> <laughs> the raccoon witch. Well, I, it, it has been uh, it has been pretty odd, right? Because Atlanta United has been uh, such a great team, and they have they even had a, a great start. But DC United is this 
this kryptonite. They've beaten them, what, you've beaten you guys, what, three times? <laughs> and so what, what was, uh, it's almost interesting. It's almost like you were brought by Tata to be like, hey, what, what, what the hell is going on over there? What, what were you guys doing to us? <laughs> Little intel. I, 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 <laughs> That's why they traded for Bobby. They're like, let's get their best player out of there. It all makes sense now. Um, no, I, I think matchups, you know, in all seriousness, I think it's a matchup thing. Sometimes you just have bad matchups. Every team I've ever been on, uh, there's teams that we just can't beat, and then there's teams that uh, maybe we have no business beating that we always win. So, uh, you know, I think it's just a bad matchup. Sometimes it's a little bit of luck. I know when I was with DC and we played at Bobby Dodd, the game should have been 4 nothing in like 10 minutes. And Bill Hamid stood on his head and, uh, you know, kept the team in it. So sometimes it's just luck. Um, I'm a big believer in law of ratios. You know, uh, cream rises. And I think, uh, I'm not trying to be funny, I think if Atlanta played D.C. United ten times, I'm not making this up, I think they'd win seven out of ten times. It just happened to be that those three this time around, uh, it it, it went Yes. (laughs) That's pretty good. Also, Guys, he's, he's trying really hard to be complimentary and not talk shit about it. <laughs> you got to give him credit. He's, he's, he's good at this. I mean, DC traded me, so I can say what <laughs> yeah. Well, then, let me test that theory just a bit. Here we go. <laughs> uh, you, get, you get traded from what I would consider to be the Trap House uh, Stadium <laughs> uh, to this glaring, beautiful place. What's it like when you first walked into uh, Mercedes-Benz and you're like, oh, I don't want to mess this up. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to dirty this place by playing soccer. And what was that like? Well, a couple of things. I, I want to point out that attendance has gone up since I got traded here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. all because of you. I tell people, I, thank you for coming out and supporting me. <laughs> I, I haven't played yet, but thank you. Um, no, it, it really is incredible. And I joke around that, I mean, it's kind of a joke. It's kind of real. Uh, we have to wear suits on game days. Uh, y'all seen when the team walks in? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they look good. They look good. Players that players that don't dress still have to wear suits, and I'm I'm a little bit older than most of the guys that aren't dressing. So I, I walk around the stadium, and people aren't sure if I'm a player or if I'm like a, like an executive. Yeah. So like I kind of can go wherever I want because they don't know, and I, and I have credentials. So I, the only thing I haven't been able to do is sneak into the Falcons locker room, but uh, it, it really is an incredible stadium and. For me, uh, you guys being from New York, I don't know if y'all noticed that everyone was smiling at the stadium, like all the yeah. employees. Like yeah, my, what is that about? Is drugs? Drugs? Is that right? wrong? Uh, uh, are they like Stepford wives? Yeah, What's yeah, going yeah. on? Someone yeah. at a concession stand was like, do you need anything? I'm like, what do you want, my money? <laughs> you. you trying to rob me? Is your friend behind me? You know? But, but people really are so friendly, and I think it's part of the, you talk about Uncle Arthur, I think it's the fan experience. He really cares about that, and like, my wife is tripped out because she's just like, no one is unhappy that works here. <laughs> and, she, and she's like, we'll go up to him and be like, you're really not this happy all the time. Yeah. You know? and, uh, for me, it's just, it's been awesome. The, the city's awesome. The people, the fans are awesome. The, the facilities. Um, you know, you guys, you guys see what we do on the weekends, but uh, the day-to-day stuff with what we do is really incredible. The, the, it's a $60 million practice facility. They have four full-time chefs that work there. So, I mean, it's 60 like million? 60 million practice facility. That's a practice facility. Practice facility. The practice facility is worth about 19 RFKs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. But, but, no, it really is. Our day-to-day, like the day-to-day life here, um, it, it really is, it's hard, to be, uh, it's hard to be unhappy. I think part of the reason they brought me in is to tell these guys what it's like at other places. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You don't know how good you have it, kids. Yeah. <laughs> 
you young bucks. <laughs> Back in my day, 17 weeks ago. <laughs> That's really what I did in person. The guys didn't like it, so I had to kind of be like, yeah, it's not so great, is it? <laughs> well, you, no. you, you have been in the, in the league a while. What, uh, what are some of those it's glaring... A, nice saying <laughs> a while. You know, you've been chilling here a little bit. Uh, but what, has, what are the most more drastic changes you've seen in the league, when, even when it comes to... Uh, you know, training facilities. Uh, you know, just and, and fandom, qu- fandom, I mean, yeah. quality of the game, quality, quality uh, 70, across the 000, board. Seventy thousand. I mean, when you started, I don't think you know seventy thousand would have been a couple of games to get to that number. Yeah, um, a lot more than that. It yeah, would have been a lot. Um, it, it really has grown a lot, and it's hard to put your finger on any one thing. I, I think that the the expansion teams. You know, it used to be DC was like the cream of the crop. Like, yeah. all, all joking aside. If you were at D- when I got to DC at first, you know there weren't a whole lot of teams in the league, and DC was they did everything the way that uh, you wanted it to be done, and like they had the the best front office staff, and everything was the best. A lot uh, of championships yeah, early exactly. on. Yeah, exactly. That that was kind of the standard of the league, and uh, and they've been left in the dust in that regard because the the expansion teams come in, and the, I don't know if it's the the money that the owners are having to spend to buy in that they decide they're going to do it correctly. Yeah. Um, but. It really, it's kind of a, all those old teams, with the exception of maybe Kansas City. There, there aren't a whole lot of other teams I can, I can throw in there. That they're not, they're not doing it the way that these new teams are doing it. And I think the fan bases realize that, and that's why people are coming out and and supporting it. And I know it's a new city, and uh, it's something to latch onto. But I also think the, you know, from a player's perspective, uh, the new teams are doing it the correct way because they can go around and look and see what's done right and what's done wrong. And they're like, all right, players don't like it when rats are eating their b- breakfast. So, like, we're not going to do that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they, <laughs> and, and they say, like, that uh, was the number one thing in the suggestion box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it, was, it was up there. Yeah. But, that but, rat's uh, got a knife. But I mean, you know, you get to see, uh, you get to see what's done correctly and what's not, and and I think the the new organizations are are going to mimic that. And you know, uh, as Brittany was saying that. Um, she doesn't think any other organization will do it as well. And I, I, I kind of agree with that, but I do think just since I've been here, I'm up in those boxes and I see like LA came, they brought a ton of staff with them just to see what was going on and what they're Spies. doing. What they're doing correctly. <laughs> um, little you know, Bill Belichick style. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are teams that are sending people here to, to see what they're doing right and everyone wants to learn because uh, not to get too off track, but we have a collective bargaining when we do our CBA. Oh, we're all free, aware free, of it. Free agency is a real thing now, and if, if guys know what, it, what it's like here, like, and they're a free agent, they're going to want to come here, and teams that aren't doing things this well, I won't name names, uh, right. people aren't going to want to go there. So I think teams and owners have realized, all right, we're going to have to get our stuff together because if we don't, uh, we're going to have a hard time getting the players that we want. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean... You guys have nothing to do with that. It's all front office, but whatever. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for showing up. Uh, how does it feel being on a team that uh, uh, just got into the playoffs and you were on D.C., which was not getting into the playoffs <laughs> this year? Uh, tough year, but now you're just all of a sudden walks in, you know, you wal- you're waltzing in. How does that feel? No, it's incredible. I, I think this, if you look at the results... The <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I don't... I mean, I, I'm sure you're grateful, but... I. I don't think you realize, I mean, I've been on a lot of teams, and like, if, I feel like if the team doesn't score at least like win by two goals, the fans will be like, what in the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what am I paying bad for? Game. Yeah. <laughs> bad game. That was a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> you, tie, you tie Orlando, and it was, people were like, genuinely like, it was like a lost player. <laughs> in the locker room, you know, the guys had played three games on, in six days. 
And uh, Orlando was, you know, I have some friends on Orlando. They were, like, as up for this game. As it, it was like their World Cup yeah. for the year. Well, they're not getting in the playoffs. This was okay. their MLS <laughs> Cup final. <laughs> 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 um, and if you, if you had come in our locker room, you would have thought that we got stomped. Yeah. You know I mean, like, and it was, I mean, that's the mentality the guys have. That It's not just... Uh, it's not just you guys that have the expectation, but the players have it. And it really is incredible, uh, the amount of goals, you know, and, and how many clean sheets they've kept. Uh, the guys are really putting in the work, and uh, it's, it's a fun thing to be a part of. Like I said, the on, my only knock on it is I just wish that I was, I was in the lineup. I wish I was in there a little bit more, more involved. Um, but at the same time, uh, it really is it's a fun thing to watch and fun thing to be a part of just from a, from a guy that's been around the league a long time to be a kind of a part of the hype. I've been on DC and Houston. Yeah. Never really hype teams, you know, and uh, now to be a part of a team that's the hype squad at all the people in MLS everywhere. They're all talking about Atlanta. To be a part of that, it's it's kind of neat. That's awesome. What do you, um what do you think about when you came in the league, this level of fandom did not exist. Did you think it would ever get to this point? Did you think it would get to this point while you were in the league? I not while I was in the league. Um, I do think it's going to I think it's going to be at this level, and it will continue to be at this level because I, I think people are playing it more and more. And now there's a let's let's look at it from a, a children's aspect. If you were a lot of people in here played soccer when they were kids, probably played other sports. Most American kids yeah. play a lot of sports. If you have if you're good at sports, your parents kind of drive you to what they think you can either get a scholarship for or play professionally. If you have kids, previously in Atlanta, they had no soccer model to go look at. Right. And their parents don't. So if you have any kid that goes to watch a game, or anyone, they go and watch a game at Mercedes-Benz now, and, when, and they leave, their parents, even if they didn't play soccer, their parents, well, are you, have you thought about playing soccer? good. Yeah. You want to buy mommy a house? <laughs> <laughs> so, so the money's getting better, but I think realistically the, the parents will get out of the way of, uh, of kids doing what they want to do. And, you know, I call uh, soccer a pyramid sport. It's like karate. Everyone does it when they're a kid. Yeah. Um, and then as they get older, it's like, okay, you're growing up. Like, let's let's go do something else now. Right. Um, and that they're going to get out of the way of that. And it'll be, you know, you'll have good coaching from the time you're a, a child to adult. And um, kids will be able to have free choice to do what they want. And uh, I always joke around and I say, you know, if, if we got some of these cornerbacks and some of these point guards and uh, some of these center fielders playing soccer, I, I probably wouldn't have had a – like 13, 14 year career, yeah. <laughs> uh, but but that's the direction that the league is going. It's going to get more and more athletic, and uh, and it's going to be these kids that they they are blue chip athletes in any sport, and they can go play uh, whatever they want, and they're going to choose soccer because they want to be the ones playing in front of uh, seventy thousand fans at Mercedes Benz. Oh yeah! Wow! Yeah! Yeah! That's a good goal to have. It's a little <laughs> little heavy for a comedy podcast. <laughs> no, it's fine. I it's mean, when you said you know the parents are teaching the kids to play soccer. I'm like, my mother dropped me off at a factory. It was like, go fill out an application. <laughs> You've got no shot, kid. <laughs> my mother knew right away. Uh, are you teaching your kids how to play soccer? Are you starting to be like, go watch game tape of Joseph Martino's too? You know, whichever one you want, forward, well, defender. I always saw myself as a forward, and I still do. Uh, Tata doesn't really understand that when I that's, tell him. But he'll that's come his fault. Like, he'll come around. That's his fault. Maybe he's just not an expert, you know? <laughs> I'm like, Dale Lontero, Dale Lontero. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he looks at the other ones. He's like, Lo local? Yeah, yeah. He's like, he comes Some up to you, he's like, I don't think you know the word yeah. in Spanish for defender. You're, you keep <laughs> saying forward. <laughs> like, you're not dressing. So I see. 
Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, but no. <laughs> he's good, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's completely mind mind f me here. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we were, were talking about like teaching your kids how to be a defender. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, forgot about my kids. <laughs> yeah. Normal. Uh, no, my. Are they my, locked my, in a hot car outside? <laughs> <or>? <laughs> they, they see's running. Uh, <laughs> they running. No, uh, I let my kids do whatever they want. They they uh, they play soccer. Uh, the the problem is is they want to play defender, and I think no no kid has ever made it starting off as a defender. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, yeah, you you sort of move, but you start yeah, forward you, you and, and you move back. Or forward, and then they're like, "You're not quite good enough. We're yeah. gonna put you right back," and you, and that's usually the end of your of your days. But yeah, but you're, but it's no, like they, you're, they you're disappointed until you can't be disappointed anymore. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> they, they play. Um, you know, I'll let them do whatever they want. I, I I want them to play as much, you know, play as many sports as they can. One of my kids like loves golf, so I'm, you know, that's my retirement plan. Um, nice. Forcing them to do that. All no, right. They do whatever they want, um, but. I hope they play soccer. It's I love the game. I always say I would play it regardless of whether I get paid to do it. Like if I didn't play, I would be playing in some some week weeknight league. So when you started in MLS, you weren't getting paid. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the. That, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Is your wife here? <laughs> and she's like, I remember them days. <laughs> uh, no. This is true. When I started, my first contract, I signed a junior developmental contract. They used to have these big rosters because they had a reserve league, that, which failed. Um, but my first contract they offered me was, it was 17500 bucks for the Jeez. year. Jeez. For the year. And I said, I need a day to look over this. <laughs> and uh, I had an agent actually in Atlanta at the time. And I sent it to him, and he was like, this is terrible. <laughs> but he's like, but I don't think you'll get anything better. So the next day I went, and I was like, I think I'll sign it. And they were like, well, you took too long. We're going to offer you a junior developmental, and that's 11500 Oh. And, and that doesn't include insurance when <laughs> oh my God. In, the off season, in the off season. So I was like, okay, well. So what, do you have a bubble in your apartment? <laughs> <laughs> So then I, when you're a young guy like that, you have to do a lot of appearances and a lot of things with the team. And I would go out and like you'd have parents that'd come up and they'd be like, "What? You know, what can I kid do? To, you need to tell my kid what to do to make it to your level." And I'm like, "Your kid can make more working as a part-time employee at Office Depot." <laughs> 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 like, yeah. Your kid makes more on his paper route right now. <laughs> like I made, it was like my, my paychecks were like 408 bucks a paycheck every two weeks living in D.C., which that goes really far. <laughs> and uh, if you all know Stephen Goff, I know a lot of y'all. Uh, oh, yeah, I love Stephen Goff. Yeah. Um, and he I would never forget. I remember I was at a bar and I met a girl and she was telling me how much money she made. And I was like, but are you happy? And she was <laughs> like, I'm not I don't care. I'll do anything for like 100 grand. And I was like, oh, that's a lot of money. But. I had to play it cool, and I was like, yeah. And then she found out I was a soccer player. She's like, she came up, she's like, I feel so dumb. You know, I was talking about 100 grand, like that meant anything to you. And, you know, like, <laughs> like whatever. And I was just like. And I'm, you're just I'm, like, I'm, stop I'm, ordering martinis, <laughs> please. Don't it. Please. I was just like, <laughs> I was just Have like, you tried the water? <laughs> huh? I've heard it's delicious here. <laughs> ah, it's beautiful here in D.C. But I, I remember I. Uh, I, I kind of just, I normally, like, I'm pretty honest, and I was going to tell her, like, actually, I don't make that much money, but I was like, I need to prove a point that you need to be happy. So I just let her believe the lie, and uh, I gave her my number, and then the next day, Stephen Goff ran the union numbers of what every player in the league made. Ah! <laughs> Bro, <laughs> Stephen's a cock block. Oh, now we yeah. know this. <laughs> he actually emailed it to her. <laughs> 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 I never heard from her again. Uh, Good for you. She was drinking martinis. She was killing you. <laughs> but yeah, so the league's come, like I say, I've seen the league come a long way, um, you know, from, from when I started. And it's, it is exciting. And 
Uh, we're starting to get like the young guys that have the egos, which is which is kind of cool, kind of. You know, you gotta knock them down a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You so, ain't uh, seen but, shit, kid. But, but <laughs> no one's living in like a rich family's guest house, like having to coach their kids and drive them to practice. Like when I when I came along, that's what guys were doing. Yeah. Uh, on the reg, so it, we're coming along where guys can really just focus on being uh, being soccer players and not uh, having to worry about you know like, or having rich parents or or worry about their college student loans and all that stuff. So that part that part's great. That's awesome. And all now right. that you're here um, and you've been able to see the team practice, you've been around the team a little longer, how far I, do I you... I practice with them, too, sometimes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> see the team practice. You know, in your suit? <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, uh, how far do you think this, this club can get this year? Oh, the ceiling is uh, all the way. I mean, it, it's, um, you know, I, my, only, my, always, my concern is always adversity um, because we... we since I've been here, we pretty much just been on the front foot. Um, you know, I think the game in Philly where we came back and got a draw, and then the way we played against Orlando where we came back and tied it up almost one on the last shot, um, that that's positive for me because the playoffs are more about you get teams that will park the bus. And, you know, I played on some, some teams that weren't very, uh, very talented teams, but we understood how to win in the playoffs. Yeah. And that will be your hardest. It's a different animal. That will be, that'll be the hardest thing is, is dealing with uh, – you know, some teams that just want to make the game ugly and, and they'll, they'll try to ruin everything that you can. And uh, I think Atlanta's getting every team's best now and the teams are afraid. So I, I think that's helping the, the, the team. But I, I personally feel like, uh, you know, this team could go all the way. And I think most of the guys feel that way. The coaching staff feels that way. It's just we can't have guys like Miguel uh, getting hurt. I, I know that that's going to, you know, I don't care what you say about uh, – the, the depth of the squad, guys like that are, are pretty impossible to replace. Um, you, you want those guys I, I, when, when push comes to shove. So uh, we need everyone, everyone healthy, but. Um, yeah, we got to. I, I don't, I don't I, if you look around the league, like there's not a single team, and I, I, I can really say this, like no one will want to play Atlanta United. And if, if Atlanta scores the first goal, um, you, you, it's, not, it's, not, <laughs> it's not game over, but it's, it, it could get ugly and it could be a bloodbath and that, uh, you know, I'll stick by that. I'll put that against anyone, any critic, whatever you want. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got a lot to look forward to. <laughs> well, Bobby, thank you so thank much, you so much uh, for doing this. Another hand for Bobby Boswell. Round of applause everybody. for Bobby Boswell. Thank you. All right. Yeah, so, thank you so much. You can just go. Yeah, you can grab that seat. So Bobby had mentioned some of the more, you know, youthful players, some of the new guys um, that are coming up, uh, and uh, how it might be kind of impossible to replace uh, Miguel Almiron, but <laughs> yesterday we yep. watched someone do a pretty good job of it. That was a good impression yeah, yeah. of Miguel Almiron, I think. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this, last, uh, this next and our, our last guest, um, uh, you know, potential rookie of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, not only did he score a beautiful goal, but he also got um, a beautiful assist. Um, and, uh, you know, he's, he's one, of, one of the most exciting young players uh, in the league right now. You know him, you love him, and unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only, Julian Gressel, everybody. Julian Gressel. There he is. Thank you so much. Cheers, man. You don't just get a, uh, a <laughs> scarf here, apparently. You get some pizza. Yeah. This is, <laughs> this is pizza. Yeah, one's, I get to eat one of them. Um, whether or not you wanted me to eat one, I get to eat one. Um, eat the whole thing, you right? may remember our podcast uh, where we talked about 
uh, I, I asked randomly, I asked Julian, talk a little bit about pizza. <laughs> uh, and you said you didn't eat it. And why was that at the time? Or you hadn't had pizza in Atlanta yet. No, That's I, didn't, I didn't say I didn't eat it. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. okay, um, my fault. I, <laughs> I Feel eat free to it. Sit. I eat it, um, just not that often. And I haven't had it in Atlanta, like I said in, on the podcast, um, because my girlfriend who's sitting up there uh, <laughs> doesn't really like that much pizza. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hold on, I know. You should never boo the girlfriend. But yeah, please don't. from my heart, she earned that one. Okay? Uh, <laughs> so you hadn't eaten the pizza, and it became a thing online. Uh, so much that you actually had to take a photo of yourself eating pizza. Yeah, Jay made it a thing. So. Yeah, Jay made it a thing. Uh, <laughs> as uh, happens a lot on our podcast. Uh, Jay's like, yeah, whatever, let's just consistently tweet about this until it becomes a thing. And that's absolutely awesome. But you had to go out and try the pizza, right? Yeah, we did. The first chance we got after a game, uh, she was actually the one who wanted to go out and get pizza. Oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> there you go. Wipe so. that boo away. Uh, yes, absolutely. So what did you think of the pizza here? We loved it. Yeah. Um, we actually went back to the place uh, a couple weeks later and actually got it again just because uh, it was good. And uh, <laughs> uh, we, <we've> been, uh, <laughs> Jay just went and gave himself a slice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat while I talk to you. Um, um, real professional. Yeah. I'll have one later. Don't worry. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, if I leave any for you. Yeah. Uh, Bobby won't say anything tomorrow. <laughs> He's got a game. He's got a game in a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Julian, uh, we were at the game last night. Uh, holy smokes. That was incredible. Uh, uh, yeah, give him another hand, man. That was <laughs> what a performance. The, that is <laughs> the golden spike, man of the match. Uh, what was uh, what was it? What was that like uh, to play uh, to have such a great game, as, especially uh, for Uncle Arthur's birthday? Uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, you got to give him a nice little gift. Uh, but that goal, first of all, uh, was spectacular. It was just that I love outside of the boot goals, and then and past Andre Blake, you know, a great keeper in the league. Uh, what what what? Uh, I know you were starting for you know Miguel Amiron is is hurt. Uh, what was that? Uh, what was the mentality? Were you like, oh, I got I to gotta bring it this game. I know there's a lot of pressure in this game. Uh, so what was, that, what was that experience like? It was, it was tough uh, to, to wrap my head around it, all, all of it. Sorry, it's just very difficult to watch him eat pizza while you're speaking. Like, <laughs> eating with his mouth open and everything, too. So it's like, mm, it's just, just kind of not helping. So. I got to see you do you, what you do best yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Look at me, I just scored a goal. <laughs> um, but when yeah. did you know you were going to be picked? For, for, the, for the game? Yeah, for the first 11. Um, I knew the day before because we talked about the set pieces and everything. I, I knew the lineup by then. Um, but, yeah, like I said, it was a little tough to, to wrap my head around it because everybody was like, oh, Miguel's out, you know, we're not going to be as good. And now and this guy's going to have to stop right here. <laughs> now this guy's going to have to go back in again, you know, he's not going to do what Miguel does and kind of like that. But, uh, no, I'm, I mean, I just wanted to be myself out there. I wanted to show that, yeah, I, I can play too. I can make something happen and, uh, and kind of <laughs> score goals as well. Um, I'm somebody too, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. What was up with that uh, goal celebration, the old golf swing? 
I'm a, I'm a big golfer, uh, I have to say. I, uh, I actually went to the Tour Championship last week. Oh, yeah, all oh, right. Jordan you, Spike. <laughs> you are Bobby yeah. Boswell's son. Right? He was actually babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't you be in a hot car right now? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I was actually uh, <laughs> one of my buddies. He's, he's a golf pro. Um, he's still trying to kind of make it to the big, uh, big tour. But uh, we've been playing golf a while, and he was like, "Dude, next time you score, come on, just do a little golf swing." Oh, that's great. So <laughs> I was like, "All right, I guess it's a little." Cool. And then I guess the tour championship was kind of fitting. So uh, yeah, I just decided to do it at the end uh, See, after, after <laughs> all my it, other stuff. If it was us, we'd be just like, "Come on, Julian, after you score, just eat a pizza. For, yeah. Just grab a pizza from one of the people. You should do a pizza folding <laughs> bite." <laughs> Goal. Fold it. Just <laughs> fold and bite. Everybody be like, oh my God, that's amazing. He's not hanging out with golfers anymore. He's hanging out with fat guys from New York. It's a beautiful thing. Talk a little bit about, you mentioned this on the podcast, but you came from Germany, but you came here specifically to play in college over in probably Yeah, you could clap for Germany. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you came to play at Providence, right? Have, what was that first, first experience of seeing American soccer? And then talk about what it's like now seeing 70,000 people. Because when we talked to you, that had not happened yet. I think you guys were still at Bobby Dodd when, yeah, we, yeah. when we had you on the podcast. What is that change? What is that shift from when you first got here to now? What has that been like? I mean, I never thought this was possible, to be honest. <laughs> Me neither. I, mean, I, I said I, it on the podcast. <laughs> it was never going to happen. Yeah, I never really followed MLS before I came over here. But then, obviously, once you spend some time here, you kind of follow... Uh, just a league because you see yourself maybe playing in there one day and uh, you kind of want to know about it. Um, but, I mean, this is better than Europe, to be honest with you. This wow. is better than Germany. All right. <laughs> wow. That's big. That's a big statement. That is big. <laughs> there's, not, there's not a lot of places. Uh, yeah, even in the, in the Bundesliga, I think we would be, here in Atlanta, would be top of the league even in, in Germany, you know? And it, that's, I think that's a big credit to you guys and to all the fans that come to the game and yeah, just make this an unbelievable experience for all the players, for all of us. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. When you're out there, do you hear them? When you're out there, do you, is that, do you zone out and you just focus on what's happening in front of you? Or can you feel that energy? You can feel it. Yeah, you can definitely feel it. And you hear it, um, especially the, the loud Atlanta United, like Atlanta United uh, chants. The, the Viking claps, like you mentioned earlier, yeah. those are the ones that stick out and... Uh, yeah, those are just give you little little goosebumps right within the game when it's a little slower, um, and yeah, it gives you even pushes you a little further and everything. That's we we had heard uh, that a, a common thing with the, the the opposing team when they get to Mercedes-Benz Stadium, they spend a lot of time admiring the stadium uh, and taking a lot of pictures. Like they the take Halo. pictures and stuff like that. And and uh, some people were saying that like that can be an advantage because it's almost like an, in an intimidating place. Like it's just a, it's, it's so luxurious that, that it, it makes them uncomfortable. They basically, you know, like befuddled by the, by the halo that they can't focus on like stopping shots <laughs> that you're shooting. <laughs> and I think that's why we had that open house and that practice because I think oh, yeah, all yeah. of us were like that when we walked in there as well. Because that training session wasn't really a training session for us. It was just, <laughs> it was just oh, look at all this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, yeah, we made it a, we, we said it within the team that we had to get accustomed to this, this stadium quickly and make it a home field advantage and not be so overwhelmed by it, just the stadium itself and all the fans, you know. We, like, we, we, 
we wanted to make it our home as quickly as possible and get used to it as quickly as possible. And I think we did a pretty decent job so far. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> you certainly have. <laughs> you did fast work of that, for sure. <laughs> uh, you obviously uh, love home. You love Germany. You, your family's still there, right? They haven't moved here. Yes. Um, you uh, clearly have the skill and the talent to be called up for the German national team. Um, but while you wait for that, there's a very small chance that the longer you're here, you may get a chance to play for the U.S. men's national team. If you were to get that phone call, what do you think you would do? Well, there's a lot of, a lot of hurdles to come uh, before that. But Baby, I know people we could get. Yeah. <laughs> I know a couple guys. Are you guys. kidding me? We, you see the people I get in this country. We're Cuban. You want to <laughs> swim to Miami. So you're allowed to be here. <laughs> yeah. um, if I get that phone call, uh, if you were the national team coach and I get that phone call from <laughs> yeah. you. Then, then, um, then all hell has broken. Loose. <laughs> yeah. Something is wrong. <laughs> Sunil Galati <laughs> is doing things <laughs> incorrectly. Sunil's <laughs> like, oh, you want promotional relegation? We will burn this whole thing down. <laughs> Alexis, get in here. I'm like, beats the training every day. <laughs> if you were to get that phone call, all jokes aside, what do you honestly think you would do? There was no possibility for me ever playing for Germany. I think I'd say yes. Wow. Yeah. All, all right. right. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, saying I, I don't think that's going to be the case because you've got a lot of talent. Talk about what it's like for you. You know, when you come into the game, you're oftentimes replacing someone that is beloved by the fans and, you know, a big ticket item, a big ticket player. What is that like for you? Does that add more pressure for you when you come on? Or is it something where you're like, nah, I got this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it kind of motivates me more than anything else, to be honest. Like, I... I obviously I know that it's my first year and that I'm not like that high or yeah I don't I'm, I'm not at Miguel on the run yet you know <laughs> yeah you're yeah I'm gonna cut you off here because they're yelling the right thing you are <laughs> yeah you're in the running for rookie of the year how what does that feel like to you yeah <laughs> I wish you guys would uh, choose the award I mean it feels great just to even have the possibility of being on the field as a rookie um, is, has been yeah, incredible for me. Right. Um, not a lot of rookies throughout the league get to play that as much as I do, and uh, I yeah, try to make the most of it, obviously, every time I, I can get on that field. Um, but yeah, it would, if I were to get that award at the end of the year, I, it would mean, would mean a lot to me because I think it shows uh, that my hard work has paid off once again. And that, uh, yeah, I can make it at this level and I can even push on from here and, uh, yeah, like have a great career within the, within the pros, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm also curious about, like, just your, uh, your playing style. Uh, if there's any kind of, uh, any players that you kind of sort of modeled yourself after. I know watching that goal last night uh, was pretty impressive because not only does it, does you have the, the technique to, uh, to score great goals, but you also just bodied that dude who was trying, yeah. <laughs> who was trying to get the ball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't know you were allowed to mush dudes in the face <laughs> during a soccer game. <laughs> so is, is that like, uh, do, do you take that into account of like, oh, I'm, I'm physically, uh, I can physically overpower some, some midfielders or even some center backs. Is that, uh, do you think about that when you're training as well? Yeah, I mean, I know I, I have it in me. Sure. You know, I'm not a, not a small boy. <laughs> yeah, we all there. saw it. Can you please now not stare at me too. directly when I'm you say that? <laughs> 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 That's how I look at a pizza shop owner's face when he's like, a pie for just you? I was like, I know I have it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I've, I've, 
obviously at this point I know that I can I can play with the men out there on that field. Sure, and yeah. I'm, I'm one of those men as well, you know, that, that can body people and that probably a big part of my game, the physicality that I bring to the table and yeah, I try to use it as often as I can, as uh as much as I can to to my advantage and uh yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just from my angle here, he's looked at you just now and he said, I'm not a little boy <laughs> <laughs> and then he told you Straight eye contact. He said, I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible eye yeah. contact. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> let's, let's put the rumors to rest. We believe you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We well, also it, saw you body somebody. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's literally no controversy. <laughs> yeah. And talk about what it, the balls it takes to kick that ball with the outside of your boot. I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> No, it was just instinctive, you know. You see uh, the goalie move in, and I kind of wanted just to get a shot off as quickly as I could before he can get set, and then uh, obviously react to it. So, yeah, it worked on, worked pretty well. I kind of wanted, yeah, it was more of a toe poke than the outside of the boot, I think. Okay. Um, so uh, it kind of skipped a little on the turf as well, which helped, and then just went side corner, and yeah. Talk about the turf a little bit, because that was one of the big questions we had moving from Bobby Dodd, which was grass, to seeing you guys now play on turf. Clearly, I was wrong about that as well. You guys are, seem to be doing fine. Uh, but talk about <laughs> difference of how the ball plays off of it, because it is a little different. Um, has that, have you had to change your game or adjust to it in any way, shape, or form? I mean, I've played the last three and a half years in college on turf, so I'm, I haven't really had to change anything. That's an old friend much. now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, with the turf, you, you know what you get. You know, when it's wet, it's really fast, and it helps us um, in that sense. And you know how it bounces. It bounces the same way all the time. It uh, it rolls the same way all the time, and sometimes with the grass, there you know it can get a little messy. Um, Bobby Dodd wasn't messy, but uh, other stadiums like oh RFK boy, <laughs> oh he was said RFK. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm on his team. He's taking yeah. shots at me. <laughs> Maybe yeah. RFK is missing a pitcher's mound, which I think goes. <laughs> <laughs> it could be <laughs> apparently goes great on a soccer stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it, you know what you get, and it's it's. I think it's played to, to our advantage, especially the fast-paced kind of game we we play, um, which which helps us. Now, you guys, I mean, you know, rookie of the year. We're talking all these great plaudits that are coming at you, but I one thing that I've known just from meeting some of you soccer players, because clearly I don't know this myself. You always feel like you can do better. You're always pushing yourself. What do you think is next for you? Like, wh what do you think you can do better next? What is, like, a goal you have set for yourself? That's a hard question. I mean, um, I'm amazing at this. <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> but you have to get paid for it to be your job. <laughs> um, I don't really know how to answer. I mean, yeah, you want to just establish yourself as a, as a starter at all times. Um, I think that's probably my next step, that I maybe become one of those guys, you know, like Carlos Comona, like Jeff Lorenowitz, like those guys that are really, like you can rely on every single game and that play constantly up to their full potential. I think I've had a lot of ups and downs this season, um, which I have to, yeah, just focus on getting more consistent and all those kind of things. Um, that's probably the next step. And then, yeah, we'll, we'll see, we'll kind of see, obviously, yeah, you know, injuries might happen, all those kind of things. Let's let's hope not. It's not going to work. But the next. You you never really know what's ahead, but yeah, you, you kind of just want to push on and get better and 
become, like I said, more consistent, more reliable, and then see where it takes you and where you can take the ride, you know? Well, yeah. we do know what's next for Atlanta United is uh, the MLS playoffs, right? Uh, uh, you guys going to be there? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys heard? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so last night you guys clinched the playoff spot. Uh, what, ha what happened uh, in the locker room uh, after, that, after that happened? Is it, is it one of those... <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah, be smart. <laughs> 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 no, oh, okay. I don't know, but illegal things going on. Yeah, yeah. Why is everyone deleting videos off their phone all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on in this? <laughs> uh, uh, so now that we know uh, that that's uh, you know that th that's in the future, what is? Uh, I know there's a there's a second. Uh, seed uh, that's uh, that's pretty close, and uh, NYCFC is <laughs> trying to hold on to it. Uh, is it is it now fighting for that second seed, or is it we're in the playoffs, we're gonna crush whoever's in front of us? Yeah, and actually to that point, you know, a lot of teams in their first season just want to make it to the playoffs. Do you think it's mission accomplished, or do you have more in front of you? We wanted to make it to the playoffs number one. That was our number one goal. So you're done. Stop. We've done that. Cut <laughs> yeah. out, guys. I mean, there's you always have one goal and then you have obviously secondary goals which then like once you achieve that one you get a next one so sometimes you score seven of them <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. um i mean yeah it, it was actually not too different uh, than to any other game i mean we uh we're all pretty happy obviously that we won the game and that we finally 100 percent secured the playoff spot but um i think everybody was already uh, kind of looking ahead to saturday now and we already kind of knew <coughs> that we yeah, want to now push on and go go for that second place, and we'll see how Toronto does with that first place is still up in the air too. So the the, the, the big one. <laughs> the the there's a Concacaf Champions League spot there to yep. be taken. Of so, course. So yes. you could say realistically you might not catch Toronto, but you can go and you can get second and and you qualify through uh, for Concacaf through that. So yeah. to be able to say you're an expansion team that in year two you're playing in Champions League soccer. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So in your second year, you get to go to Honduras, baby. <laughs> get excited. Yeah. Where, where weapons are still allowed in the stadium. <laughs> Rather go there than to Yankee Stadium. Oh! oh! Yes! <laughs> Shots have been fired. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Am I allowed out of this city? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. I'll just throw this hard-ass pizza. You know, it was very good. Very good. It was very good. Uh, when, now that you're, you know, you, you're, you're seeing that all the, all the fan success and everything, and you were mentioning how it's better than uh, Europe, um, you mentioned what you guys can go much further. We asked everyone else, what do you think the fan base? Do you think the fan base can get any bigger? Do you think this is just the beginning yeah, I mean, it is the beginning for everybody, um, even for the fans, you know. They haven't been around for four years supporting no team, you know. Like, it's it's the start for them as well. It's their first season. And I'm sure they're still learning uh, certain things as well. Every other game, you hear a new chant, every, you know, you hear and you see a new typo, all those kind of things. It's um, So, it, yeah, I think it can get bigger, and I think that at one point, um, they'll have the stadium open for 70,000 every single game and we'll get close to selling it out or selling it out every single game. Yeah. Wow. Well, 
I'm going to stop doubting them because, <laughs> because I feel like they're doing it just to prove me wrong every time I say something. What's it like now uh, living in Atlanta and then, and as I'm sure week after week, the more uh, playing time you get, the more uh, time people just see, just see you on screen and see you on the field. Uh, you're getting, you must get recognized more, like just going to the Publix, like where Britney goes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have Publix in New York, so I'm like, that's why I have to accentuate it. Uh, it's not except Wegman. We don't have Wegmans either. No, we do. <laughs> no, we do. Uh, Wegmans, we have bodegas. Yeah, hold on, slow down. This is my department. Uh, Wegmans, <laughs> Wegmans started in New York, and we just got our first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I was expecting them to yeah. clap for us, for our Wegmans. No, no. I don't know. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whole food. Yeah. A lot of Whole Foods in Brooklyn, yeah. You uh, did not see that 15 years ago in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just uh, being a, a, a citizen in Atlanta, what's, uh, what's the experience like now? Yeah, I mean, it's, you kind of get used to all the... <laughs> Are you getting like, recognized more? Yeah, you do. You yeah. do. And uh, I was out at dinner uh, with my parents the other day, and my mom still gets so... Uh, <laughs> even a little emotional sometimes when just a random person comes up to me. I was like, oh, hey, are you Julian Gressel? I was like, yeah, you want to take a picture? Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> my mom like loves all that stuff, so she she loves taking pictures for me and all those things. So it's uh, uh it's definitely cool and uh, kind of beautiful. And, uh, I still yeah. enjoy it. So. <laughs> I've uh, I've been doing stand up for ten years, uh, about fifteen minutes away from where I grew up, and my mom has never seen me perform. So, <laughs> well, not so can your mom come see me perform? <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> She closes her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> She's afraid of the shrapnel. <laughs> um, I mean, you clearly, uh, you know, you, you're sort of creating your own name and you have your own fan base and they absolutely love you. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your mom loves it, clearly, but how do you feel? How do you feel about the Gressomania shirts and, and the cheering and your head being carried around a stadium and the TIFOs with your face on? How does that feel? I don't think I have a head yet. I haven't seen mine, to be honest. I saw oh, five of Britney. Get on it, guys. Get on it. <laughs> well, actually, one of the Britneys is just you in a big blonde wig. That's one of them. That's one of them. What was the question? How does it feel? How does it feel? How does it feel to... <laughs> so we have no, someone who's willing to scream at you in Germany, yeah, which so, uh, always frightens Americans. Well, Brian. Uh, how does Brian <laughs> Brian's how does wearing a WrestleMania 24 shirt yeah, right WrestleMania. there. Yeah. Yeah. How does that feel? How does that feel to know that they're like you're you're creating like this this sort of like buzz? It's cool. It's it's really really cool. That's really all I can say about it because it, yeah, just yeah, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it is cool, I mean, and it's I never, cool that I you never imagined <laughs> to 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 turn out this way. To be honest, uh, when I was last year in college, you know, senior year, and you like. Oh yeah, I have this agent talking to you. He says you could go there, there. Then you go to the draft, have, go to the combine, all those things. And I mean, I I kind of hit the jackpot with with all of this. You know, you guys are great, and it's the yeah, it's 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 just been really really cool and something that is is unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, sweet. Yeah. Could have been worse. You could have been playing in StubHub Center. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they can't win a game. Uh, well, listen, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. It's Julian, absolutely amazing. thank you so yes. much. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it, brother. We have about 
We have about five minutes left before uh, we should clear out and let them switch the room out. Um, yeah, go ahead. Give this pizza a try. Yeah. Let them know that you now eat pizza. Okay? Uh, but uh, we, uh, Brittany's still up here. Uh, Bobby Boswell's still up here. Uh, Julian's still up here. So if you want to ask these guys a question, probably not uh, too many, but uh, raise your hands and we'll get a couple questions for each. Is that yeah. cool? That cool. Um, anyone ready? Who wants to ask a question? Oh, yes. sure. Oh, have we? <laughs> I think that question is for us. I think for us, but because I don't think the we players should. are allowed to answer. Uh, they do night training there. Um, you know, we we put the call out. What do you think so far? The pizza. It's really good. Okay, there you All go. right, thank you, Jay Riddle, uh, for that pizza. Yeah. We put the call out, Christian and I, saying, "What's the most Atlanta thing we could do?" And we were like, "By the way, don't tell us Claremont Lounge because someone told us we Googled. We don't want to see Grandma's twerk." Um, <laughs> And then, even though we said that, nine out of ten recommendations were go to Claremont Lounge. <laughs> Dude, that is the worst nursing home I've ever seen. This is abusive. Bobby, do you know what this is? Do you know what the Claremont Lounge is? This is, this is on camera, right? <laughs> this is on, <laughs> no, I know what it is. Um, I have not been. I, have not okay. been. I don't believe you, but I'm, I do believe you do know what it is. <laughs> Uh, it's, yeah, it's disgusting, and I can't wait to go. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I will say I am bringing my wife with me uh, because uh, I want her to know uh, how much I love her by just keeping my hands in my pockets and only putting hand sanitizer on myself. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's like a David Lynch movie. I I'm going to walk through one I'm going to bring my grandmother and be like, look, they're hiring. Why don't you? Yeah, no. Get <laughs> up there. Yeah, you don't have to retire. <laughs> Yeah, shake what your mama gave you. <laughs> so many years ago. Any other questions? Anybody, Anybody else? else? Raise your hand if you do have a question. Right back here. How much would it mean uh, to you, Julian, to be rookie of the year? It wouldn't mean a lot. I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, that's why you play this you sport, right? It's for individual <laughs> awards. <laughs> No, it'd be it'd be incredible. It would, like I said, it would make me really happy, and uh, yeah, my family really happy, and uh, it would just yeah show what I can do, and you know where I've come, and how hard I've worked for all of this, and uh, um, I think it also be, mean a lot to Atlanta. I think you know I've, I mean I've come here and uh, kind of found my place within the team, and uh, obviously Tata has given me a lot of opportunities to showcase myself, and. Uh, um, obviously, the team has helped me within that um, as well, and I think it would be a great honor, not just for me, but for the whole club and uh, for the whole the whole city, or for you guys as well. Yeah. There you go. And it, there's a it's pretty nice bonus too. It's a pretty nice bonus. Oh, you get a bonus. <laughs> a little bit of pizza money right there. You know what? <laughs> Tell your girl get a couple toppings this week. You know what I mean? Go get crazy. Get a little sausage. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're good this week. Uh, anybody else? Anybody else? Any other questions? Anything for Bobby or Brittany as don't, well? Don't Anything be shy. Else? Yeah, right here. Yeah. So, um, do you see a difference with the wider fan base and a lot of talk that Atlanta's a fan's been helping the Washburn attack and presenting teams with Washburn? Do you think that the wider So, the question, the question is, uh, do you notice, just for everyone on the podcast that's listening, um, do you notice a difference with the wider pitch from Bobby Dodd to Mercedes-Benz? And then someone yelled 22 and 3, which I think is the goals? Goal. There Goal you go. Actually, yes. Um, Jeez, 22 and 3. That's disrespectful, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have some mercy, bro. Remember they said... <laughs> yeah, remember... <laughs> remember when they said, don't beat a dead horse? Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you notice a big difference. You find spaces uh, easier, and uh, you can create more. Yeah, you, you just have more spaces all around. You know, it's harder for, for teams to just bunker and defend because uh, they have a lot more ground to cover, um, which makes it easier to attack and find those dangerous spots that then create chances. Maybe Bobby can say a little more about this because he's seen it from high above. Oh, ah. this is incredible! Sees all the space. This is incredible. <laughs> this is. <laughs> Bobby, you want a slice of pizza right now, son? <laughs> he's not lying. <laughs> uh, no, from from where I sit, and I sit high up in a box, and it literally the field looks huge, and uh, I haven't made any mistakes yet. I've seen every play, every <laughs> pass the way it should go. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but but the the teams coming in, you know, the guys that are, uh, you know, guys around the league, they're they're just nervous to play on a field that big because, uh, you know, like I said, if you score the first goal, you get on you get on top of these teams. It's a it's a lot of ground to defend, a lot of ground to cover, and uh, you don't want to get in a foot race with a lot of guys on our team. And um, you know, it's it's not fun. It's not a fun thing to be a part of when they're just just scoring goals and you guys are screaming to keep scoring, <laughs> um, which, which, uh, which is why you, you're going to see, uh, you've seen some and you're going to see more. You'll see a lot of red cards at, at, at the stadium because guys are going to get tired. Uh, they're not going to want to be getting killed on turf and they're not going to want to be shown up in, uh, in front of 40 to 70,000 people every game. So, uh, you know, guys are going to go out there and do stupid things and, and it's unfortunately just going to make it worse for their team. But, uh, that's the nature of the business. Jeez. Way to, way to keep it positive, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of leads into that. Uh, I call the, uh, the city fence the bar testing ground. It's like, bring all the referees to the bar, bar, bar. What do you guys feel about how it's progressing? You know, what are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on VAR was the question. Um, I think all three of you could answer this, because Brittany might have a pretty cool insight as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it still comes down to the referee's decision. So uh, I think... the. Tiger. I think the more, the more, uh, the more they have it, the more you'll see that some of these guys uh, they'll go to it, and uh, you know some will go to it, and you'll think it's an obvious change, and they still won't change it because they're not going to double down on, or you know they do double down on what they think. Um, it, at the end of the day, it's just a tool to help them. They still have to to want the help, um, but uh, I say if they get one real big decision, you know, if that game the other night uh, was 0-0 and, and the goal was scored and it, it shouldn't have been scored, I look at it the other way around. If, if they score a goal and it shouldn't have been allowed, uh, obviously you don't want it to happen. But I think guys are already used to it. I, I think the ones that are kind of hurting or, or where they have red cards in games, where they're going back and throwing guys out, um, you know, it is what it is. You just got to deal with it. Both teams have to deal with it. Just like you talk about turf. You talk about all these other things. Both teams deal with it. It's not like one team's just getting, getting, getting an advantage on it. Both teams have to deal with it. So at the end of the day, uh, back to that law of ratios, the better team will, will win these games, regardless of whether it's a VAR or a turf field. Uh, the better team will win, and, and that's why I like our chances here. All right. Wow. This guy's going to run for office. I like the way he answers <laughs> questions. One more question back here. Yeah, there's a lot of hype. What, you know? Hold on, just so everyone here, oh, what, what was it like to come to Bobby Dodd as the opposing player? Uh, it, it was a lot of hype. You know, the off season, uh, there was you know two expansion teams, but uh, you know I've said this a lot. There's most of the <laughs> most of the talk was about Atlanta um, and the moves they had made, whether it was coaching or players. Um, so there was a lot of hype, and you watch a lot of the games, so watch a lot of game tape, and uh, they on paper it looked, I mean, it's a scary team, you know, and. Uh, 
you try to do your, your homework. But when you have a team that has so many new guys, uh, it, it's you can watch a guy on video, but until you, you know, like I didn't think Tito was that fast on video and the guy can fly, you know, I didn't think I'd watched uh, Miguel run with the ball, but I didn't, you know, when you're out there and you see it happen, um, you know, I thought Kenwin was big. I thought Joseph's, Martina, Joseph's movement was good. But when you, you know, you can watch that on tape, but until you're on the game and you see it, um, unfortunately, sometimes it's too late by the time you realize that it's a little better it's a little better than you thought so uh, there was a lot of hype and um, you know as when we came with DC and we won if you'd seen our locker room like you would have thought we were like so we were exhausted but we were so happy because we felt like we had beat one of the better teams in the league and I think a lot of teams you know I'm getting text messages and calls from coaches players former coaches you know even current coaches current players and they're they're all excited about what's happening here. And then it's funny, some guys, they know I'm not in the lineup, so they still go fishing. You know, oh, what's going on with, with Miguel's injury? Oh, who's going to be in there? <laughs> you know, like pe people, people are, they're scared, man. And, and, and for good reason, though, you know, like you don't want to come and get embarrassed. And, um, you know, some of those guys last night, I talked to them after the game, they were, some of them were not happy with the result, but some of them thought it could have been worse. And so they were like, we're, we'll get out of here. Like, our season's pretty much over. You, get, you know <laughs> like, I mean? Just like, let us go home. Stop <laughs> hitting us. Yeah, and that's, that's really how it is. So, it, it, you know, from a player's standpoint, it, I, I'm serious. The, you don't want to play. You know, there's certain teams you just don't want to play, and I think Atlanta falls in that category. All right. Yes, right here. Well, mm. I definitely want both to answer this. <laughs> it would have to be a team from the West, right? So There you go. Why, because they're tired for the terrible? Getting the rules, probably, yeah. <laughs> He's I mean, learning. I get <laughs> <laughs> What's the one team that you think you can beat? Yeah, that you want to you wanna face? I mean, I guess the sixth seed in the Western Conference, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, can we, can we play D.C. again? <laughs> No, that's not the same. Oh, don't be scared. Don't be scared, Atlanta. Y'all talk a big game. Don't be scared. <laughs> not if you come to our house. That's a tiny little pitch, baby. Talk about bunkering in, bro. We digging ditches. <laughs> so when you, say our, when you say our house, do you mean Yankee Stadium or the college stadium that y'all play at? In oh. Connecticut? <laughs> I, I, think, I think you mean Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whichever one will have us, actually, <laughs> at this point. We really want a stadium, you guys. Um, to be honest with you, if we played at Mercedes-Benz, I'd take anybody. Um, yeah. You sound like Drago when you say that. <laughs> I would break you. <laughs> you had one question back there as well? Yes. You forgot your question. <laughs> oh. That'd be nope. cool. Oh, that's a bad word in German, isn't it? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no, <laughs> Any other questions before we get to let these guys go home and relax? Yes. Last one, last one? Okay, cool. We all know how the fans seem to know how crazy superstitious Tato Martino is. Does he have any like uh, weird, weird superstitions, or superstitions, anything. or anything that he makes you guys do specifically that you're like, why are we doing this again? <laughs> it's not just Tata; it's the whole coaching staff. Um, 
not necessarily how we like line up or it's more of like what we do the day before a game for example kind of always play this one game which is uh yeah it's just getting kind of old after when you do it every every two three days um <laughs> <laughs> but uh i guess if it helps you know it helps and uh no they have uh they're very superstitious you can tell and you try not to get in the way of that and uh you obviously just try and do do what they tell you to and yeah and then um, yeah, just go do your own thing and be ready for the game your own way. Has yeah, yeah. Same. whatever whatever he's doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah can you tell us what it is so NYCFC could do it? Is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, they're in second place. <laughs> uh, do, do, have you guys tried mate? Have you guys tried mate? I'll ask you guys one more question. Argentinians love to drink mate. Tata Martino is probably carrying it around. Does someone here have it, by the way? Because that would be pretty freaky. Have you tried it? I have tried it, but I'm very, very sensitive to like that that hot water that goes in there. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it like, does come really out at hot. Like, yeah, it's really hot, and I can't drink it really, really hot. So I kind of have to like, I can't drink it how some of those guys are drinking it. That's just which they is do. They love it boiling water. Just, like, yeah, I like yeah, I drink it and immediately spit it back. Do you guys out, know what mate is? Do you guys know what it is? Yeah. Make sure you put the accent mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They have to put the accent in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because drinking mate is just not the same. <laughs> and also not as hot. Um, <laughs> so, guys, I want to thank all three of you for being here. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Brittany Arnold, everybody. Brittany Arnold, everybody. Bobby Boswell, Bobby everyone. Boswell. Julian Gressel, Julian everybody. Gressel, everybody. Thank you guys. But most importantly, we want to thank you guys for being here. Thank you so much. You guys were absolutely awesome. Did you guys have a good time? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, the only people we didn't say is, my name is Alexis Guerreros. My name is Christian Polanco. And together, what are we? Thank you so much, guys.